0: It's so strange not having anybody on the other side of the table like like i i feel like no we're waiting on somebody right yeah right we're not who we're no 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 we're the, we're the couple at the restaurant <laughs> it's on the same
1: side of the booth <laughs> it's gonna get weird always weirding me out all right we, we gotta go <laughs> hey everybody welcome to another episode of kentucky commons radio hour we are at the future site and home of a brewing here in the highlands neighborhood of louisville kentucky uh, i am michael moeller joined by david Satterley, Yo. john ronane uh, and the entire Arai team uh tom bartle alex vote tyler martin guys thanks for inviting us to your home today yeah.
0: thanks for thanks for coming
1: this is this is gonna be like the I think the most amount of guests that we've ever had. Uh, we're also like on our remote. I will say we have a bigger table than usual. Uh, if you want to go ahead and just like see what we're working with here uh, and get a little sneak peek of our rye brewing, make sure you're checking out the YouTube uh, page that we have. Subscribe, uh, rate, listen, share, do all those things. Thanks for you uh, folks listening on Spotify as well, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you. Uh, always be sure to. Uh, rate and share though, because we uh, we like doing this, and we like to have our guests on, and we just like to help spread the gospel of good beer and beverage, and and all things like that. So, um,
2: I'd like to just say that uh, we're glad to have you guys. I appreciate you guys coming and uh, interviewing us and uh, doing the podcast with us before we're open.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's a great way. And that's one of the fun things about, you know, what we've gotten to do with this entire Ale Trail and now the Kentucky Commons podcast project is not only do we get to hang out with you guys first, but it gives everybody out there an opportunity to kind of get to know what you guys are all about. That's one of my favorite things about going to any brewery. It's, you know, the beer obviously is great, but getting to know the people behind it and, you know, already know these guys a bit and what they've done, but just getting to hear the story of kind of how you all came to be where you are and what people can expect. Very exciting. So thank you as well.
1: So we're going to start the show the same way we always start the show with uh, a beverage to share. Uh, these specific beverages, and we actually have quite a few of them, so we can peruse which specific styles that we we want to uh, uh, share.
4: It's in a space case. Uh, it's in
1: a space case. They sent us all these beverages in a in a lunchbox. Uh, it's it's a beautiful lunchbox, like very galaxy themed and whatnot. Uh, thanks to our friends at March First Brewing, uh, they started a new line of Astra Hard Seltzer, uh, based out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, David, why don't you just run through the flavors that we have, and then we'll start passing them down. Uh, should any of the guys here at Araya wish to to share?
4: I was I was a hop skip and a jump away from, okay, uh, from. Cincinnati today, so this is cool. I was, I guess, in these guys' backyard. Um, What it looks like we've got here is, along with the space theme, we've got a lot of little flowy graphics, uh, looking very, very galaxy-forward. But we have Simply Tart Hard Seltzer. We have Birch Beer Hard Seltzer, which seems like a misnomer. And we also have Red Cream Soda Hard Seltzer. If this tastes like Big Red, I'm endorsing the shit out of it.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and there's more. Oh, there's more. Pink Damn, lemonade. Tom,
0: you're getting after it. Yeah, I know. And these are colored.
2: Hey, it's here to be tasted. Bro. Oh. <laughs> Pour it in a glass. Crush. I
1: mean, yeah, let's try it. Oh my God. And blast. Look at that color of, out of the, is that the tart?
0: Uh, yeah. Wow,
1: yes. that is blue Gatorade blue.
0: Mm. I was expecting clear. All right. All
1: right.
4: And oh, there's one more. Yeah. Sorry, Crush, and I don't know what that means, but it's orange. So let's let's hope. So these seem awful inspired. Like Soda themed.
1: I think. So. And then yeah, Blast. I assume is like Mountain Dew, Baja Blast maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crush. Uh, they gave us some nice koozies and stickers too. So uh, thank you, uh, March first uh, and Astra. Is are holographic. Yeah. Is this
4: like a special Pokemon card. Put it on the pole.
1: It. Yeah, absolutely. So let me just, uh, I don't know, which one should I open here? Out of all the things that I we mean, just... Baja, to me, yeah.
3: is like the moves. Because that's like the most famous of the Taco Bell concoctions. Aside from... Kirk yeah, Graft. the Baja Blast. Is that,
0: isn't that a Taco Bell like exclusive?
3: It might be. It honestly. is. It might be. I
4: did not read one that said...
3: Baja Blast. It just says, well, it's like a pie called Derby. (laughs) You kind of have to watch your, uh, as you say, you do Baja Blast. You're going to get the taco man on your, you're going to be running for the border.
0: They're they're locals. Yeah, that's young.
3: That's That's the best one. It's all love.
1: Yeah. So Blast is just like clear and interesting Mm. looking compared to the tart blue. So I don't know. There's a lot of flavors here. Uh, Just, you know, thank you March 1st for for sharing these with us. Uh, Interested to see real just in general, what you guys think of this trend and, 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 what we have here today so march 1st is my birthday so i uh, guess i'm gonna have to go do something with these
6: guys
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we did plan on oh, uh, having good. a um, actually a non-alcoholic seltzer on our tab yeah
0: these are your hard seltzers yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. so hold on you asked about like the trend of seltzer
1: yeah
2: just like what do you all think about that
1: as we're kind of enjoying this because i mean obviously this is march first brewing and then they kind of just launched a, a sister brand it seems so it seems like they are following that trend
0: uh, when I started brewing, uh, cider had just become, it, it, it like had just become legal for breweries to make cider. And I remember being like two weeks in and, uh, there, there was like talk, like we got to make cider. And I honestly, I panicked. I was like, man, I just got a job in a brewery. I want I, I just want to make beer. Um, and I, I kind of watched cider like rise, find its spot and it never went away. Um, honestly, I think, I feel like there might be a cider resurgence around the corner, but of not woodchuck and not, not the stuff we saw in like the mid, no, whatever, 2013. Um, I feel like Seltzer's kind of doing the same thing. Uh, I, like even in the brewery when Seltzer started coming out, uh, the first one I saw was at MIA in Miami and I was like, Oh man, that's wild. That's insane. The guy was like, Yeah, we saw a lot of it. Mix it with some rum. I was like, That's yeah, on the beach in Miami. I get it. And then I feel like I turned around and seltzer was everywhere. Um, I will say, I don't hate this. Most seltzers that I really don't like, I feel like they're, I don't know, they're just gross.
3: I appreciate their diversity of flavors. Yeah. Like They've they the got most a lot of flavors seen. here. Feels like they're leaning it. They, they know
4: what they're doing. Nostalgia like, flavors. They know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. They all look like Tron yeah and i'm time. here for it's it but. Yeah.
1: so uh mm-hmm. i appreciate your all's uh, quick thoughts on, on seltzer there and the voice that you just heard uh by the way was alex vote uh why don't you all just, oh, yeah. just in, kind of introduce yourself briefly so that way we can connect the voices with the names and then also just know kind of about your background and beer and how you got here
0: you, you all right uh i'm alex vote um actually tomorrow is my 10-year anniversary of professionally brewing brewing in louisville uh on Star Wars Day. So that's I'm super excited about that. Um that means you're tenured, I think. Yeah. Officially. (laughs) Uh actually there was the old production manager at Against the Grain. We used to have a joke of like brewers years are kind of like dog years. Like every brewer year is three normal (laughs) years. So by all (laughs) intents and purposes, I'm a 30-year, you know, senior veteran brewer. Um yeah, anyways, uh I started my career at BBC. I was there for three years uh on Shelbyville Road. Um, not too long after Sam and Jerry and Adam, uh, went to go start against the grain, uh, shit went awry at BBC. I found myself at against the grain. I've been there for seven years now and Friday is actually my last day. So I'm sure I'll, I will no longer be employed at against the grain by the time this comes out. Um, kind of scary, but it's also super, super exciting. Yeah. I, yeah, I could go uh, on and on about true. like uh, beer and what I did, but this isn't my podcast. <laughs> it is our podcast. True.
6: Um, all right. Well, I'm Tyler Martin. Uh, I'm currently the head brewer at uh, Against the Grain, and uh, I originally started making wine roughly, oof, I think, uh, eleven years ago. I started making wine uh, in Indiana and worked in Kentucky for a little while and. Was actually going to stay making wine for an extremely long time, and uh, one day he called me and said that uh, if I wanted a job at Against the Grain, I could have it. And uh, I took a pay cut to go down there, and that was uh, five years ago, almost six now. Uh, And so my last day will be May nineteenth. I'll get close there. Oh
2: God, that's too much. You want to be back?
6: Anyways, yeah. So um, yeah, that's my
2: background right now. Tom. I'm Tom Bartle. I, uh, I'm really the outsider looking in. I <clears throat> come from a varied background of, um, line of work. I, uh, my main experiences uh, around beer were really around, uh, when I was in the Marine Corps and traveling all over the world. And, um, uh, <clears throat> fortunately got to taste a lot of beers from all over the place. And it really gave me a flavor for, um, for beers and, and, and what I liked. So, uh, ever since then, I've kind of been interested in beer and wanted to start my own business at some point. And when, uh, I met Alex, uh, and then Tyler shortly thereafter, and these guys wanted to start a brewery, uh, I knew that was uh, something I was very interested in. And, um, you know, when you start a business, you want to start something you got a passion for. So beer was a passion of mine. So that's how we kind of came about. And, uh, there's a little bit of a story between uh, how Alex and uh, all of us uh, met. So we'll, we'll share that a little bit later, but yeah, Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it.
4: I know there's a quick snippet out there, but, uh, that's heavily edited and it is a good story. So if y'all want to feedback on that.
2: Yeah. So we, uh, we, we, Alex and I had met uh, through a mutual friend, uh, Briefly, one time, and then uh, I, was, I was coming back from a quarterly Kentucky Guild of Brewers meeting that I had, I'd been involved with them since uh, 2016 and, and uh, visiting all the Kentucky brewers around the state and do a little business with uh, various ones. Um, but I came home one night, and I usually stop and grab a bite to eat before I go home, and I stopped in at O'Shea's uh, in Jeffersonville, uh, and Alex was sitting there. I think he was having a little bit of a rough day, maybe, and we just started up a conversation we had met before and got to talking and I'm like, man, I, I really would like to start my own business. And at some point I really like beer. And he's like, well, I've got a partner. We've already, uh, we've already got a beer restarted kind of thing. And, uh, one thing led to another and we, we got to talking and and we formed our partnership a a couple years later after that. And it's uh, been almost six, seven years ago now. So unbelievably, yeah. And uh, we've been working to try to get something open since since then, really. Yeah. So that's kind of how we started. Yeah, I, uh, I all I remember from that day is having a bad
0: day. I remember because I was like, I used to work at that O'Shea's, and I it's so close to the house. I don't want to go there. Sorry, but <laughs> I it's I just I, but they always have two hearted, and I know it'll be fine. So went in always with the hope of like maybe I'll get a free PBR. i don't think it's ever happened but um yeah and then that's what i just remember i I think i was bitching about beer i don't even remember what i was i'm sure i was mad about something that was perfectly fine and uh you had to make cider that day no i have actually never had to make cider (laughs) okay (laughs) Uh, i got really close to the seltzer idea got really close and i was like this is we can't do this well so and we didn't so i'm happy but um yeah, I guess that's how Tom and I met. T-Mart and I actually go way back. Uh, we used to work at Rockies on the River. So we're we're all from Indiana. We're, we're all uh, Jeffersonville locals. And just right across the bridge. Yeah, just right across the bridge. Um, but yeah, T-Mart and I worked at Rocky's um, Italian Grill. Um, and I, I don't even really remember. I, I went away to college and discovered craft beer was like, oh, I'm def- I'm gonna make craft beer because that's way cheaper than buying it, which it's not. It, well, <laughs> if if you're me and like everything everything I brewed sucked, uh, Rockies at the time decided they were gonna put in 32 draft lines. T-Mart turned 21 in that, got really into beer, and uh, I was knocking around this idea of like, oh, I want to open a brewery. Like I'm three years into an art degree at IU, and I'm like, yeah, nah. nah. I should do something else, which is what you should do three years into a degree. <laughs> uh, yeah. I remember T-Mart came up to Bloomington. We brewed together. My dog gnawed on his hand for like two hours. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, actually i was 20 at the time
6: so yeah i wasn't even able to drink you kept asking me like let's go to this place let's go to upland and i couldn't and i just yeah yeah. so i I came up to to brew with you and that was the whole excitement because i was like yeah we're gonna make and drink beer and you're like uh no we're we're gonna (laughs) make it but yeah you just can't drink it yet yeah Um, it was yeah
0: but yeah that um so t-mart and i have been partners for a long time we uh, actually, we were talking with Tom, I don't know, earlier this week. I feel like we've probably gone through 19 different, you know, quote unquote partners at one point or another. I remember I used to live in Shively uh, and that's like where we started really brewing together. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting at a table with, it was the two of us, maybe four other people, five, six other people on a conference call. We're homebrewing in a garage on like a keggle on a, on a Sabco uh and just had like it was like all right we, we got to start 30 barrel brew house minimum can't do anything <laughs> under that all right like mike you take care of sales and distribution pat you're going <laughs> to handle the pub and restaurant obviously i'm going to be the brewer t you're my assistant with that like we all had roles we had no business plan no money anything at all um just dreams yeah just <laughs> dreams and then as things got more serious people dropped out we had more serious partners um It's really progressive that you will have so many partners.
4: Yeah, because normally it's like I know, two, maybe three. I, but you I, guys were like everyone. It's yeah, it was I, a I, collective. Yeah. We yeah. just
6: wanted everybody to be a part of it, and it also seemed like everybody else had money, and even though we didn't, <laughs> 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 so we just kept going with that idea of like these people are going to fund of, this A
0: bunch of people lie about the money they have, or oh, that yeah. they willing to give you. <laughs> mm-hmm. We had Tmart and I had one point that there was a guy who met with us and was super gung-ho, like, yeah, what, let's, I want to help you open this brewery. I'll handle the kitchen. This will be awesome. Uh, he's uh, like, sh- so what are you thinking for domestics? I was like, yeah, we're not doing that. He's like,
3: you have to do that. I'm like, making it here. It's a fucking domestic. Yeah, was like, <laughs>
0: no, we're not. He's like, you can't. You can't. That will not work. I was like, that's a non-starter, man. So he supposedly was like, the next day was supposed to give us a hundred grand, and then we never heard from him again. Hell no. Until actually... We kind of half-ass ran into him at a ATG event at Parlor. It was one of those like, t Mart's like, that's that guy." I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's
2: awesome." Everybody wants to open a brewery, but nobody knows how to brew beer. Yeah, right.
0: You or know? run a business. Or, everybody or run knows a business. How to brew beer. Yeah, so is not dumb enough to open a brewery. <laughs> or I was, that I was talking to uh, Amelia Pillow last night and just making jokes of like, why would what why am i why are we doing this
3: it's it's like opening a restaurant it's it's that same idea of like well ultimately at the end of the day i mean you know you you kind of were just commenting that you have to know how to make beer you have to know how to run a business you're all uh benefit from having been in the industry so long too is you kind of have to have seen what you don't like that breweries do you have to know how to keep your draft lines clean if you're gonna have food that's a whole separate thing there's accounting there's hr uh, there's freaking tax management, like oh God, yeah. building maintenance. It's a whole arm and a leg above just you know yeah. the fun of sitting in your garage, like in a keg. A kegel, ladies and gentlemen, is not what you think. It's like a oh it's, yeah. A, yeah. A, yeah. A, it's a keg turned into a, a, <laughs> group a system. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're not just sitting in your garage doing kegels. It's was just saying. under the table. Maybe maybe a whole other subject we'll have to cover later. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, there's a whole business that goes into it, and it's cool to see kind of different aspects of that actually come together pragmatically instead of like just dreaming about it and not knowing the realities you guys know the realities more than almost anybody i know
6: yeah Uh so about i think uh maybe my first few months at against the grain i think i came to him one day and was like holy shit we were unprepared i was naive to believe that we could have done this and now looking back i feel confident enough due to the years of experience that i could probably do it very well um well, well here's to hoping yeah and uh especially with his he has more experience than i do that's been very detrimental for this project because you know i can always rely on him to hey man this isn't going right or what do you think about this recipe or how do you think we should do this water chemistry uh, and that's something that i can go back to and rely because he was the original one who taught me how to brew beer yeah, so you
0: son yourself short oh i know i know I mean, yourself short. It's, i mean Honestly, I don't know, but (laughs) this worked out in a weird way because like I said, we went through a lot of partners and outside of T-Mart and I, the only one that stuck was Tom. And we, we argue like a married couple, all three of us. (laughs) Like I'm the only married one that I genuinely, since we've been in this space, I remember, I don't even remember what we were arguing about. This is the last two weeks. And I remember being like. Uh, like guys, I fight with you like I fight with my wife, and I hate her more than anyone. <laughs> Clara, I love you. You know that's a <laughs> But we argued for an hour before we started this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's it, and it, it's always we all we all have very different perspectives on things, and we all at one point or another. I say all I'm speaking for all of us. So, uh, <laughs> but you know, no, no you would do things this way, yeah. Um, and, and it always, I, I don't know that there's for whatever reason, this has worked. And it's, to me, it's just kind of like, it's rad. It's awesome that this worked out, but I can't, I still really can't believe we're sitting here doing
2: this. I think a big thing that has worked for us three is, is that we all have different skill sets, and we're able to mesh in that regard. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I can't brew beer, but I've, I've ran some businesses and done some things like that in the past. So I think that's, that's, been a big benefit, and even with the renovations and things that we've done here, it's been a a, a good group effort and splitting those things up, and we've all been able to work well together. And Alex says argue, but I, I I feel like it's it's just good conversation. That's what that's what you have when you when you're running a business and have partners. You've got to be able to bounce those things off of each other and, and be able to um, you know bring different opinions to the table and be able to uh, vet through them. So
6: I mean I think these guys understand you don't do you, you guys definitely have
3: to
1: argue all the we time. Right? All the time. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Usually on this podcast.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I like, I like, that's even better. all the podcast is happening, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll pass um, it down. So, oh, so, yeah. so you're you're talking a little bit about like, you know, the the, the building a little
2: bit. Um mm-hmm.
1: talk about the process of finding a building and then how you landed oh, this one that we're in. Um, <laughs> that's
2: a, there's stories there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So
6: I think all right, Alex and I originally I they used to get my haircut so from this many guy. Spaces.
0: No, so many even before this building.
6: But we, that's the that's the more important yeah, one. So uh, I used to go to this barber over off Wall Street in Jeffersonville, and at one point he decided that he had this whole side, like this whole side of his barbershop, which is just an old auto, like auto mechanic garage. And uh, he didn't have it built out, and he was like, You guys can use this to brew in, and we immediately were like, Hell <laughs> yeah, this is it, guys. We're opening a brewery. We and had a soft opening, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no we, license, yeah. <laughs> no, we, Like, I don't, Super we didn't have a soft, soft opening. opening. Well, it was no, like, yeah, we didn't sell anything, yeah. we took donations for a lot of free beer that <laughs> we, we gave out in a teaser. Yeah, yeah,
0: 17 people. Showed How many up. partners? <laughs> uh it, three I know, actually, there was only, it was
6: me you and jason yeah there's only yeah. three of us at that point it was his keyser that we were yep. using yeah so yeah we did that and that was one of the first places and that was what was our original name back then
0: i think that was we were was wild it? hair
6: oh yeah yeah okay we've that was the first through, iteration actually the
0: the name that we have now uh, we've gone through so many iterations we yeah. started when i i really i first started homebrewing i lived on hillside drive in uh bloomington so we we're like Hillside Brewing Company. It's perfect. It's it's classic, perfect. and uh, I, you know, so bad. <laughs> and then, <laughs> um, the the guy that actually so the the honestly the way that I the first person to put the idea of opening a brewery in my head I was homebrewing at my house in college I was doing extract brews like on my stove. Uh, a buddy of mine came over to hang out with one of my roommates, and he's like, "What are you making, soup?" like no i'm I'm making beers like what are you gonna open a brewery he's like no why not (laughs) i don't don't know uh and and, then it was just that guy he was he was like one of the first partners he had and he was i don't know he's in in politics now so he was very much like oh i'm i'll see where this goes (laughs) he's a good guy and you know i don't know i haven't seen him in years but whatever yeah. Sorry, um, Craig Greenberg. No, 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 no. Indiana <laughs> politics. So yeah. yeah. Um I think. I don't know it was it Roger was, Baylor. Man. Yeah, it was it was Roger <laughs> Baylor. I well I get kind of a history. I grew up in New Albany, so but who didn't go to New Albanian, right? Oh, of course. sports right, yeah. time of course. riches like yeah. that's but uh a Potable curmudgeon. Yeah, that was I <sighs> My parents' neighbor one time when I started home brewing, I think I came home in like a Hawaiian shirt or something. This guy was a cop, and he was like, "You look more and more like Roger Baylor every day." I was <laughs> like, okay, I'm like 22 years old. <laughs> like, All right, bye. I don't like. But, uh, what was I talking
3: about?
2: Um, and then you guys we digress uh, from the <laughs> building <laughs> discussion. Oh station. yeah, buildings. yeah. Sorry, the building buildings thing. Have several
0: buildings that we've had. You know, Well, it was the name. So it was, and then it became uh, wild hair. I don't remember why. It was wild hair. You got a wild hair. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's like, we're like, oh man, that's, that's great. We actually, uh, the, I still have the first logo that was ever drawn. That was, that was our wild hair logo. Yeah. I'm not going to pass it on. It's my phone. I'll show you guys later. But back,
6: back to those buildings though. I mean, so we, oh, yeah. we started with that one on wall street and then we end up eventually, uh, just looking at so many different ones. This, the last couple projects, which I can't really talk about all of it, but we had two locations just this last, last year. Uh, in the summer, we had gone and pitched to the city of Clarksville at, for a location, and they were going to fund most, like, the brewing equipment for this location. Uh, last minute, the deal got snatched out from under us. Uh, as we say, it's gone awry. And as it went awry, um, a different brewery got it, which we don't- think haven't we, broken ground. Yeah, I don't think we can name who it is. Yeah. Um,
0: but They're local. Yeah.
6: They are. Uh, and so after that, we started talking to some developers and we convinced them to buy a building that they did not like. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But we thought was an amazing location on spring street in Jeffersonville. And it and really was a
2: great spot. It, it really is a great did. location.
6: And uh, we convinced them to overpay for this building that they kept continuously telling us they we don't want this, but we believe in your project. And then last minute, they bought the property behind it, and now want to build apartments. And the project outgrew well, thanks us. Thanks for bringing this part. Um, yeah, they ghosted us. Yeah, <laughs> they <host> um, <laughs> yeah. just so, host yeah, host we, have, <laughs> we didn't hear from them for months, and you know this this place came available. I just moved down the road, um, just oh, probably in January, and I remember this spot got uh, up for sale, and Alex was like, "Hey, I got word.
1: You guys want to go look at it?" And we did. So this this spot being uh, the former uh, Camira Brewing and in, in Vegritz Restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Uh, yes. Yeah. It was actually, uh, I got the email, I think from like through the guild at work. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go look at the equipment. Well, and in my head, the deal over the bridge was still working out. So I was like, cool. I don't want to buy new equipment. We'll buy used. Let's go see what it would cost to come by this system, tear it out, move it across the bridge, you know, set it up in this new place. Uh, and when I got here, uh, Christina from V grits was like, yeah, do you want to see the whole place? And I was like, all right, Sure. And like walk through and when i got done i called these guys was like hey we we need to look at this like this is mm-hmm. i know like our so i guess for reference we always wanted to open in indiana we're from indiana yeah. and the Indi, like southern indiana is growing and it's kind of underserved as far as brewery um you have new albanian uh jeffersonville still does not have a brewery
2: there's not one in Jeffersonville. so does not have a brewery as of yet
0: and um so ready is no longer brewing. no we looked that at that crazy. building. And we're flat twelve. was, Looked <laughs> oh, yeah. at that building twice. Yeah, we uh, actually did. Yeah, with different partners. Yeah, mm-hmm. Red Yeti was. Um, yeah, they well, tried to brew in there. It they, really they did. The did brew they did in there, brew for a yeah. minute. They, yeah,
3: the guy just never quite. He
0: didn't like, have
6: a glycol. He's system. He's not going to see
0: this. Yeah, I'll talk shit about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, Everything was a seriously. He didn't he, have a glycol yeah. system.
6: I mean, yeah. Yeah. what do uh, you doing? Of ours
0: uh, became the head brewer, but he was a server and was like, "Hey, he wants help brewing. Would you mind helping?" I was like, "Absolutely. I live nine blocks from this place." Any, yeah, I would love to have to go to a brewery down the street. And I went and walked through it. I was like, hey, man, you need a glycol chiller for these, for these fermenters. He was like, they're not going to do that. I was like, that's kind of a non-starter. I was like, there's no point in moving forward with this. It's a three-barrel system, but it's like with no temperature control and Oh, the beer was riddled with infection <laughs> always. Like it's, it's a, it's a fine restaurant. It's, called, it's still Red it's Yeti. It's a great right? restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. And like, they do local yeah, food. like wonderful, cool business. It got, but that guy sold it. Like he does something else somewhere. He actually, the brewery that was in Red Yeti against the grain bot at one point and, uh, kind of was holding on to it for us because mm-hmm. it, we were like, yeah. Hey, are you interested And We're like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's something, at least the firm is sure. Um, they wanted to get rid of it needed some money we didn't have things going like whatever the dude that originally bought it like the red yeti guy bought it back from him mm. uh, and i remember him walking into to the brewery to buy it and i was like what are the fucking odds <laughs> this dude like twice you got my building and now you got my brewery that you bought twice <laughs> right
2: yeah but now when when alex presented this building to to me and 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 tyler uh, and we walked through I, I knew that this was probably the right spot when you sit out front, I've sit out front of this place several nights and evenings uh, after we've we've worked on a few things here and done a few things, and the traffic here is is phenomenal. The winter in Barrett is 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 just a great traffic area, mm-hmm. foot walking area the traffic uh, the, neighborhood's really is, great. the neighborhood's great barrett is really coming alive there's new, new businesses yes. open up on mm-hmm. barrett all the time there was mm-hmm. one that i just saw opened up just the other day a tea place and um, all the little businesses down the street have been great and, and, and very welcoming to us so far so we're excited to be to the neighborhood be in this neighborhood and uh and as soon as we get licensed we're going to open up as soon as we can so we
0: also all I mean, who doesn't have history with the Monkey
2: Ranch? If you're oh, local,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like
3: I've been coming here for 20 years. Yeah, exactly. we all okay, remember yeah. the Monkey Ranch yeah. well, days. I mean, well, I don't because I'm 12. <laughs> <laughs> you can't drink here. Yeah, if you're, here, you're
2: older than you 12, gotta, you do remember the Monkey yeah. Ranch, and it was fun. it was a great place. My, to my come brother and hang.
0: cooked in this kitchen. Uh, Chris Palmer, that owns the alcove. Nice. Uh, he he was working the bar here and told us. When we signed the lease, he came in, we were, you know, hanging out. And he was like, you guys signed the lease to the day of the Monkey Wrench closing. It's like, really? Was wow. it just, it, it's, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I remember talking about Monkey Wrench to Tom. And he's like, yeah, I used to go there. I was like, Monkey Wrench? Because it, it's had, like, the Monkey Wrench had phases of, it was different places. Uh, I think Brian Labore told me when he was coming here, it was a dance club. Yeah. I was like, what? Yep. The they play like techno yeah. music. Yeah, they yeah. Play, like there was it Sure like, was. Oh,
3: they did like comedy in here sometimes. It's crazy. It's like, my, my cousin's a musician
0: and played a show like an album release here one time. So I always knew it as like a, I don't know, like a country version of Magbar. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. But they used to do fairs and and vendor shows yeah. and things like that out there too. I remember Zombie Walk here. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: You guys are talking up southern Indiana, but you know, if oh, you're, yeah. you're in the kind of in the middle of the heart of like Germantown and then the Highlands back yeah. behind us. Yeah. We're all kind of Germantown Schnitzelberger like centric or whatever, but we're five minutes away from all of our houses. So oh, nice. we're a little bit biased, but just like you're saying about this little Barrett corridor, if you guys haven't walked the Barrett corridor uh, for a little while, I mean, Big Bad Breakfast finally came in and filled that void of Martin's Barbecue.
2: It's fantastic. Uh,
3: they've got the. Uh, the the vintage store or the uh, Derby City Market up there, Uh, the new tea sisters tea opened up. There's like shop bar down there, store shop bar is right up the road. So come check out the Barrett Avenue corridor, get a beer here, and then just like do a little walk and eat at Fish House
2: for For sure.
0: Fish House is
3: great. Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: If you're ever curious during Lent, don't know where to go to get fried fish, follow me on Instagram or review fried fish only during Lent and just not sandwiches. So stop stop suggesting sandwich places. (laughs) That's it. That's a whole pitch. <laughs> got <it>. whole plug.
3: <laughs> well, I've got something in this little glass right here.
0: Well,
2: uh, so oh, I yeah. just poured us um, a drink that I uh, went to Hungary, Budapest, Hungary. As a matter of fact, for uh, last summer, I was fortunate enough to go over there with my son uh, to do a little bit of wrestling uh, with a team from Indiana. And uh, while we were over there, we were able to taste some of the local liquors uh, from the... Uh, region and area and what what I've got in front of you guys is um, it's a drink called Unicum. And they make two versions of it. I have the plum you, version of this for you guys to try.
4: I don't think that just translates well to English. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> does well, well, I mean, I won't tell you what
2: it's we English. called it, but it's spelled U N I C U M. Okay. It's for those that have um, not tried this. Steady it's season. it's a uh, yeah, it's a very good local hungarian drink so cheers like, cheers. Cheers. cheers Absolutely! cheers, cheers you guys you know a long road
3: and a lot of shit going awry. here we are say it smells oh, we do it all, once, right. all at once it smells very plummy yeah it's got kind of like it smells a, like port starts mm-hmm. with anise kind of well, a little bit of an,
2: anise on the front herbal. the original is more anise flavored mm-hmm. the plum is has been a little more popular Ooh. goosebumps so, <laughs> Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's a little different, right?
2: It's like. Wait till you try the, uh, I've got one other drink from Hungary that I brought back and it's, it's called Palenka. And it's another one you can't find over here or that I have not found at least. And it's a, it's a, just a fermented fruit is what it is. And I've got the plum version of it. But Lots of plum uh, tonight. it's, yeah. yeah, it's very tasty. That's why uh, It's the almost, left, cause
0: we didn't, we, we liked it so much. We drank everything else
2: and saved the plan <laughs> save yeah, for a special was our occasion that we yeah. haven't had.
4: So you did talk a little bit about finding the space and how you got to this point. Yeah. Um, there's a brewing system existing here and you were looking for parts, but now you're, you're going to use this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's
4: tried and true. Um, what, what's unique about this? What, are there things you're looking to change or tweak or is this just we're going to do it this way? And, you know, we've been friends with, you know, Sean and Jeff and Christina from Chimera, from Chimera formerly oh, and Becky, of course. How could I possibly? Yes. Uh, but you can hear uh, that. having been operating as two different breweries, you're under this two different names. You're, you're now the third. So it's kind of like a historical location at this point.
0: Huh. The system is actually, it, it's really nice. It's set up really well. It's, you know, I, I started in a pub and then moved to production. It's like getting back to my roots. Also the third system that I will have brewed on that Dave Pierce installed or help install. Um, it, it was, so Sean came over and was walking us through, you know, Hey, this is how I was doing things. This is, you know, this is the reason this is this way. Um, and Teamarch started in production. And so, the the difference between like how you're brewing now versus how you're about to be brewing is going to be it's for me it's super exciting it, it's where craft really gets craft like that there's idea. five okay yeah that's that yeah. that's
3: sweet spot
0: yeah it's it's a really like <sighs> it's home
3: brewing but you can make enough to run a
0: brewery yeah and it, it's it's low risk high reward it, it, the idea of us doing collaborations people are like well what do you want to do it's like what do you want to do if you can dream it yeah we can try it it's, there. Yeah, like, <laughs>
2: I'm very excited about trying some various different things uh, with yeah. the other breweries in here and trying to uh, I, come up with some. We get the question breweries.
0: a lot right now of like, are you guys going to focus on a style? And I'm genuinely, I, 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 I look at you, David. Have absolutely no idea what's going to be coming out of this place even in, like we have we have a beer. lineup of yeah beer but we have a lineup of like this is what we're going to start with these are the beers this is what we're going to do and given how everything else we've ever done goes i i don't know how accurate that's going to be i i i think it's going to be like we'll find our groove we'll, we'll fall into our, our niche
3: but you all have kind of like staple recipes that you've developed as like homebrewers over the years things you've worked on in the product. <laughs> side hey, when's the last
0: time you homebrewed And not on a home, but, like, actually brewed at home.
6: Oh, Jesus. Uh, You were living in Shively. I think that was it. That
0: was over a decade ago.
3: (laughs) So if you you decide, hey, we want to make a pale ale. Like, we want to make an American pale ale. Do you have, like, kind of a go-to recipe that you guys would... Kind of have in mind, or do you kind of see what hops you can get your hands on and build around that? Or how, I, how do you guys go? About I did
6: just them? recently find my old notebook with all my old homebrew recipes, nice. and I laughed about them <laughs> because I'm like, look at all this extra malt I've added for for no yeah. apparent reason other than I was like, let's <laughs> do it. Honey yeah. malt. Like, I one even ounce of about, special yeah. rest. I didn't even <laughs> think about what I was adding. I was just like, let's add this, let's add that. Just going to the homebrew store, picking out random grain. Um, like I can
3: no, always no, tell when can, somebody got a that? recipe from Nick Landers at Gordon Beersh because they'll come in and they'll say like. 1.000634 ounces of Grams. like carafa, b- gar- <laughs> like, like you just. It was, uh,
0: I, I think at BBC, I don't even remember what beer it was, but it was basically like an end of the year beer. Anything we have, any grain we have left over, tossed in. And we always call it, it's like, oh dude, this is the homebrewer's wet dream. It's 15 malts in here. <laughs> four oh different hops at eight different times. And it was all like, eh, okay, we have a half a pound of like, I don't know saws that we're going to dry hop with. Like why? Like who cares? It's just, we. it's end of the year. We got to get it out of here. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel. Yeah. Did you name the beer leftovers? I think it was actually, <laughs> I think it was called Ebenezer. I love it. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they don't brew I mean, there anymore. So. Okay.
6: I, I, going back to the recipe question. I mean, I honestly, it, we're about to just start making new recipes for everything. And then, ultimately doing what we've always done and make it see what we like and or don't like and then tweak it immediately and you know that first paleo might have five six iterations before we actually are happy and cool with it and then we'll be like cool we're not making paleo for a while and then do something Mm -hmm. different um but we have you know that solid recipe and a lot of that comes back to that production background of me where i'm making the same thing always and making the same thing consistently so I'm going to pride myself in trying to make it, but I've always, even now where I'm working, um, I've tweaked things to where you can't tell the difference, but you can, um, it's That's enhanced different little flavors, yeah. but also keeping yeah. costs down. And so like the mix of, I'm excited to finally experiment. I, I haven't really gotten to since I homebrewed and I got to admit when I was homebrewing, they weren't good. Um, <laughs> I, I I did. I, didn't understand fermentation properly i was just like cool it can just like uh go up to 80 in my closet and we're good yeah. like perfect
0: this was also like the time of like 100 ibu like optimus oh, was the yeah. greatest mm-hmm. local ipa you could well
6: maybe not. it was a pretty good ipa it, it was yeah. it like, was the most talked about because yeah. it was oh my god nine percent and <gasps> nobody's doing ten like percent yeah IBU. that's right. true oh, yeah that's no,
4: true it, I, I do have a story about hoptimus from new albanian yeah, uh, yeah. because when i started drinking beer i didn't like bitter beer at all uh, and theirs was advertised as like 120 ibu yeah um, yeah <laughs> it, it, insanely bitter for what it was but also had a little it had a lot more alcohol kick to it so i when when i was like getting into the craft scene it was Hazy's were very very early and then west coast uh, the original New Belgian Ranger was very, very bitter still, um, and went to New Albany, uh, New Albanian, had this Hoptimus, and then basically every, I used that as a barometer for every bitter beer I had beyond this was like, well, at least it's not a bad Hoptimus. But at least it's not <laughs> as bad as Hoptimus. Jeez. And then I eventually like worked my way down to like the New England bitter, like fruity things, and then eventually went back through the spectrum and was like, Optimus is really good, like, but I just didn't like it at the time.
0: I want to, this is a question for everybody. So I feel when you get into craft beer, no matter who you are, you start on one end or the other. You're either either like, well, at least, I don't know. I don't know how old everybody is, but I'm 35. So when I was getting into it, a lot of my peer group, it's either you're a total hophead and you're looking for something super bitter or it's like English multi-styles. Like my first not craft beer, but like when I realized beer could be more than Keystone Light huh. was Newcastle.
3: Mm-hmm. I was like,
0: holy shit, beer can be brown.
3: Newkey's a great like intro beer. Yeah. For myself included. It really it, is. Yeah. yeah.
0: Which I haven't had, I think the last time I had one of those, I remember being like, I used to love this beer and had it. And I was like, this is Oh, they changed bad. the recipe. They make it's it so
3: in America bad. now and it's fucking uh, dog shit. They like totally changed the recipe like four or four
2: years ago. Well, it's, I'm I'm the old guy in the group for sure uh and i got started in the early 90s on on craft beer which really wasn't craft beer back then but you could get anchor steam
3: so are you saying you were into craft beer before it was cool <laughs> nah, well, <laughs> sure, uh, yeah. i'd like to think i was that cool but yeah. i
2: don't know about that but yeah so anchor steam we we, we lived on the east coast and uh, we'd get anchor steam from from the west coast and, and just thought that was the bee's knees man it was that was the best beer going at the time but then we found, uh, when I was living in D.C., a place called the Brickseller, that carried over 500 beers on their menu at the time, and I think they're over a thousand now. Jesus. So it's we'd like go there home. and and play a little game where you you order your first beer, and nobody could order another one until you're done with that one, and then you order the guy to the left of you. Huh. So if you screw him, you're gonna get screwed coming back <laughs> because then you order a beer for the guy on the right of you. And we'd usually come out of there after eating a few pizzas and drinking four or five beers, and you know, couldn't hardly walk. But but that's that was my experience to getting into craft beers and and just beers from around the world, really. So I love I that go, game. I go way back. It was it's a yeah. it was a great game. It's <laughs> fun to play.
0: You yeah. <laughs> you all familiar? Sorry, actually, I want I have a I'm just gonna make a note of another question I have, but uh, I want to know where everybody started with like where
3: we're all here for beer. Yeah, where did we all start? What we got, yeah, when of us started at
6: that end, David. Yeah,
3: what do you mean, start? David went, he tried to go to New Albany, he hated Hoptimus. Was it uh, well, yeah. like, but what was When the, did you find craft beer or beer in general?
6: What was the first beer that made you feel like, oh, I love this?
4: Oh, uh, so I lived what I would say dangerously close to Hilltop Tavern, yeah, <laughs> uh, and. <laughs> And they still do it to this day but every Thursday is a pint night with a glass so being a yeah. broke-ass college student yeah. I would not only go for the glass but I would also go to have several beers that would kind of be discounted or special for that evening and I was like oh what a cool way and like I realized that my roommates were just like hey man like you ask us every Thursday to go to Hilltop and I'm like yeah and they're like but we went Monday and Tuesday <laughs> and Wednesday. And I'm like, yeah, was, dude, like what's one more day? day I, don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it. And so, what's the problem? Yeah. So they, they were a huge, huge influence being there. And then also on Frankfurt Avenue, uh, there was a really great bar called Louis the ton. Oh, um, yeah. yep. and they, they had a curated beer selection that uh, I like that. And then uh, right next door, Sergio's and you know, like like your game, Tom, of like trying these things out on the wall. I mean, that was just walking in and being like, "Ah, I'll just grab something and just see what happens." Like, it, it was a real crapshoot. But I found some, I found some really good gems. Like to this day, uh, one one beer I always go back to. There's uh, Odin's Tipple. I don't know mm. if you ever had that. Mm. No, it's from uh, Han Brigitte. I probably butchered that. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Fine, but anyways. It, that's that's where I started, and I, I think I've somehow narrowed it down to less. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's a bell curve. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, what's
2: not to like going and trying a bunch of new games? Yeah. Oh, yeah. things that you out, never right? yeah. had? I mean, that's really what it's all about, right?
6: What about you, Mister Muller? Uh,
2: yeah, I'm trying to think about
1: like you know, well, to answer the the first question about like just style wise, I, I guess I may have been more on the hop. Side, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't really remember. But I just know that it, the the style that took me the longest to get around it uh, was sours. Like, and for years, um, I didn't understand why people enjoyed sours. <laughs> I like it. i remember the first time i had uh anderson valley um it was like one of the gozes i don't remember which one but like i i thought that was one of the most disgusting beers i've ever had in the world <laughs> uh and yeah I mean, it was it's, it's fine it's very popular but like at the time i was like why did, why are people like tasting this thing it tastes like vomit uh to me uh I, and i don't know i mean i would uh, as a senior at iu southeast um and i would have this long break in between classes until my monday night class uh, as a procedural law class and uh i would go hang out at the new albanian for three hours
0: did you take roger's class (laughs) (laughs) i I, I don't know if you all know roger baylor taught a class at ius no and it it was about beer and brewing and it was uh oh yeah i went to ius briefly and i I wasn't old enough to take it you had to be 21 Mm -hmm. you had to be of drinking age and it was, I was like, I'm gonna it no, was, it was no credit. Was it scheduled for an hour, no but credit. what, three hours? Every <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. No, I never got to take it. It was scheduled for an hour, but uh, all I know is uh, at least part of it included like tastings at New Albanian, I'm assuming guided tastings. I'm just going to make
1: up a lot of my own like sure. headcanon. Yeah, I'm sure that makes for sense. What happened. Uh, so so that, I think that was like when I actually sat down and started thinking about beer as something to learn and not just something to drink is doing like, you know doing homework writing papers whatever at new albanian but then also purposefully drinking a beer and thinking like okay this is a this is a cream ale this is a stout this is a double ipa what do i think about these things and i'd actually like have a uh it was like an old school like iphone note app and i would just write in that because i didn't even know if i like i didn't know what untapped was mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know it's
4: that's the most Michael Muller thing I've ever <laughs> heard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, and now I'm doing the exact same process with wine. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I don't know anything uh, about wine except for like in the last six months, I'm I trying to like dedicate some time in the week to just like, all right, let me try to treat this the same way I've treated beer, like, you know, nine years ago or whatever. And I can't, like, I can't, I, there's so many brands and different wines and regions and it's like soils up. and everything. Like, I have no idea what's going on. It's just like, I, this is good. Yeah.
0: t yeah, Mark's I love wine. I don't know anything about it. It's so, like, it's a classic. We'll, we'll go out to dinner. and am like, order a bottle of wine. Well, when, when, well, okay. When people with money are trying to get business out of <laughs> companies that we work for, take us to dinner and they're like, get whatever you want. Like, mm. T has <laughs> got a wine list going through. Like, we're going to have this. I'm like.
6: Anyways, sorry. Oh. Yeah. Um, How about you, Mr. Ronate? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm going to oh, take the yeah. beer question. Okay. So I worked at Rockies. Uh, it's where I met Alex, and we had 32 beers uh, on, and honestly, eight of them were like domestic, so it doesn't really count the same. <laughs> but anyways, I remember I had just started uh, showing interest in bartending. I was serving tables, and one of the bartenders I was like, hey, you should try this beer. Uh, I, I I poured it wrong, so it's just been sitting in the well, and it needs to go. And it was a rogue summer ale with like orange zest or something. And I remember it was the first time I had something other than Bud Light, and was like, this doesn't taste like regular beer. This tastes like holy shit. This tastes like a little bit of fruit. And I really, really, really liked that. Then, literally a week later, a friend of ours named Jamie was off, and he poured himself a twenty-two ounce Bigfoot. Um, and as he (laughs) sat there and drank that Bigfoot, he's like, you want to try it? You're not going to like it. And I remember taking a sip and be like, holy shit, this is the best thing I've ever had, and took like four gulps, and he's like, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, what? And he's like, this is like 12%. I was like, is, is that is that a lot? <laughs> yeah. and, uh,
2: but it's so tasty.
6: Yeah, I, I, I couldn't believe, it. I was like, oh my god, I got into, really into barley wines really early, and then like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know then, and then no joke, I think the next month, I tried to find any beer that would burn my tongue. And so uh, I, just, I was just all over the place. Um, so I,
4: the I, wine guy got into barley This is before Four yeah, four yeah <laughs> so I know, ironic. It.
6: But it's funny because Michael brought up a good point. Uh sours were something for me I could never get my head around, especially because when sours started surging, I was in the wine industry and Britannomyces was mm-hmm. your fucking enemy. If you had Brett in your wine or any of your barrels, burn them don't do anything else with them, burn them. Don't dump them down the drain. Get rid of them. I'm, I'm joking about the burning part, but well. you know, it's the, it's the I mean, idea, you know, to get rid of bread, and then I started, like, beer put bread in here on purpose? That's <laughs> fucking awful. That's disgusting. Why would you do I would this? smell, like, vinegar and acetic acid, and I'm just gagging. Like, you
0: Whoa. still, the, you have the nose for acetic acid. We have oh, yeah. barrels in it, BBC, uh, B, Jesus, ATG, Ooh. a lot of acronyms. Oh. Uh, Whatever, we got barrels uh, there, too. You said
2: you weren't <laughs> gonna na- mention that name. Think, <laughs> uh, today. Yeah, Wasn't that part of the rules? <laughs> <laughs> told of uh, uh, this scripted
0: podcast that they gave us <laughs> <a scripted laughs> this is all movie. Movie. <laughs> yes. what you say at this point and uh, so that's what I, I've been dropping I'm, I'm gonna call them Easter. Eggs. When you say dog whistle, it gets you know it's a bad connotation. Don't, don't yeah, use dog, God, uh, no. dog whistle. Yeah, uh, but no, it, it's you have the nose for acetic. It, it yeah. was always that, like we'll unload barrels. We we'll cross the pad at ATG. And like that one's bad. Put it outside.
2: Yeah, and all I know if I taste a beer and I'm like, that don't taste right. Yeah, what's wrong it, with this, actually, Alex?
0: I think I think there's something though where Tom, like, it, I don't know, maybe you don't have the most trained palate. I wouldn't like it's not not developed, but it's uh, honestly I think there's something about that somebody that likes beer and doesn't like oh yeah this is this has got diastol and this and is like rather than just be like that's
3: fucked that's how you learn too is yeah. you actually like learn what those flavors are you learn where they come from you learn and then when you get into home brewing you're like how do I either do these things intentionally or avoid them intentionally and that yeah. gives you so much room to play mm-hmm.
5: which
3: to me is like why beer is cooler than wine although wine's cool too that's where the terroir is in beer. wine's yeah, fine wine all comes from the wine's earth fine. and like whatever but the terroir in beer is people and the procedures and the funk and like non-funk
2: like that's what yeah that's I what that. really attracted me to this industry too is is just the craft of it i mean you, you've got to be a craftsman to be able to make beer and and to make good beer you got to be a really good craftsman so i mean that's that's a that's it's, a big thing that attracted me to this industry and and wanted me to be a part of it really I don't know, you know we're in the heart of bourbon country and
0: distilleries like brewers they like beer brewers um no hate to any distillers it's a different game and when you're talking about like sanitation and stuff it's It's the yeah like (laughs) walking walking into any distillery in town or in the state and like smelling sourdough is a thing where it breaks my brain it's one of those (laughs) those of like that's wrong no 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 this is okay this is part of it this is supposed to be there but also you're not skirting this question
3: um (laughs) i grew up in a family where i could always we always kind of like i always had alcohol so it was never like my first beer or anything the first time I was like me and my friends got drunk together I worked at a grocery store and I think I was like bringing in carts or something and then like this old lady came up to me with a jar of mayonnaise she didn't say anything she just <laughs> dropped it in the floor it's like an old glass and it shattered and they go John clean it up and I go why the fuck do I have to clean it up I was like I was just victim here uh so anyway I cleaned it up and then I was like putting all the garbage cans in this like cart to roll it out to the dumpster and I was like so I was like going behind <laughs> this like giant stack of Pepsi where they also happen to keep all the beer. And so I was like, you know what? And then I put like two cases of Heineken in the garbage can and I put it out by the dumpster and I called my friend. I was like, hey, there's two cases of Heineken uh, out by the dumpster. <laughs> that is Excellent. Guys, uh, fuck this place. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time my we're going to get drunk beer. on some Heineken. That's okay. great. <laughs> so we ordered That's Papa John's. <laughs> <to remember. laughs> That's fantastic. We ordered Papa John's pizza, and we were in my basement. Like we snuck it down. My parents were upstairs. They probably they didn't really care. They knew what we were doing down there. As long as we didn't go anywhere, they were probably cool with it. Uh, but then we were like, yeah, we got fucking beers. We're cool as shit. And it's Heineken. We're like. Pshh. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, we're fucking living life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, just, look, it's, it's good, right? right? You like
2: it? It's, it's warm, right? It was probably warm by that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Man, warm. so like we, we might not great. even be
1: on this podcast right now had that lady just not gone like postal yeah, we, and dropped some mayonnaise on you. I know. Right? Right?
3: Right. <laughs> Something went awry that day. Shut yeah. out. Something yeah. went Something shout uh,
1: out, shout out to mayonnaise. And then much, much like you guys Shut said,
3: kind man. of that takes just the love of beer took me into home brewing. Yeah. Uh, yeah Got to go to uh, England when I was 18 and we got to try Guinness and Newcastle and oh, all that nice. stuff. Came back with Game love changes. for it. You can't get it here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I made wine with my dad when I was a kid, so I kind of had the fundamentals or whatever mm-hmm. and then got, and got into home brewing from there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was fortunate enough to be able to go to Munich in oh, like 1990 yeah. and we got to go to the Hofbrad, the Hofbrad house. Was that in the service? In the service, yeah. So and, many
3: people uh, from military backgrounds come back. I hear that story all the time. Like I was stationed in you know, Munich or wherever.
2: It's and fantastic. If you've never been to the Hofbrad house, it's was, very. I went when I was 16. Yeah, it's and worth I, could, gold. I could drink. Yeah, and you <laughs> could, yeah. Drink. Yeah. Nice. And you could so, drink. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It was It was the best time. We went during the Olympics, mm-hmm. I think it was 90. Uh, it was in Europe at that time, so there was a lot of people traveling through the uh, area at the time. So the group that we got there we we had the whole house rocking at the Hofbrau house oh, yeah. when we yeah. were there as marines it was, oh, yeah. it was it was it was one of the best times of my life actually.
1: well, uh, we're gonna move on to a a show and tell segment now, and I believe Tom, I think we've already kicked off a little bit earlier with yours, sure, some, so yes, yeah, yeah. so thank you for sharing uh, Unicom with us. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> as uh, as yeah. always uh you know we, we ask our guests to bring two different things a, a beverage to share and and something else it's just like non-beverage so we get to learn a little bit more about you uh did you bring anything else to to share with the with the class today we got a lot of stuff right yeah. well let's
2: do let's go with tom's first show yeah. and tell is tom uh, has, has never my stuff. forte but uh, you know that's probably best I, in the I'm, court system i'm coming <laughs> from the outside of the industry looking in really and and I, I guess my show and tell is really just a scrapbook of things that i've done in my life uh, mainly back when i was in the marine corps because that's so you're I'm breaking kind of out got. a
1: literal scrapbook right now a little scrapbook. And it says scrapbook it, it says scrapbook. actually
2: does say scrapbook. So how convenient just a it's just a bunch of things that i've kind of done over over the times of my life that it kind of meant a little something to me and mainly it was wrestling uh, early in my life, but then I went in the Marine Corps and I was fortunate enough to be uh-huh. stationed with the Presidential Helicopter Squadron uh, and uh, got to travel around the, uh, the world, really, with uh, President uh, Bush and Clinton for, uh, for a little bit. And uh, that's really where I got to taste a lot of the different beers and things from all over the world. I uh, got to go to Turkey, uh, Germany, Paris, uh, Bermuda... Um uh, Greenland very so, I'm things. looking at a Turkish
1: aerospace industries like guide right now.
2: is that something I'd- yeah it was kind of a weird deal when we were in Turkey uh, we were there with uh president uh, H w Bush and got to uh, travel around and just see various things in the country and really when he when he went places, we would uh really have a lot of time off and go explore things so we were fortunate. Uh, to be able to do that so we went to a lot of a lot of breweries bars whatever we could find um and uh and just got to do a lot of cool things uh we, we were actually in the uh, capital of turkey Ankara, oh. in 1991 and it was uh it was it was a big deal with uh george bush going there and uh, meeting with the turkish president is that a everything. happy
4: time so. in turkey or is that a
2: it was it was it was shortly after the war, so we we were uh, it was a kind of a happy time, yes. Uh, yeah. But we were also told not to get out and do a whole lot, uh, which of course we <laughs> got out and did a whole lot uh, and didn't listen. Uh, so yeah, I mean it was it was different times. It was fun while it lasted, and you know that's kind of what I've got to show you guys. I, I've just that's been beautiful. a little bit of everywhere oh, yeah. and kind of coming from the outside looking into this industry. Um, but in my past life, also I've just I've been in some Fortune 500 companies and ran some businesses and things like that. And then you yeah, know that's kind, kind of how of, I ended up here. So
4: Araya is gonna be a Fortune 500 company. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Let's hope so. Yeah. looks like everybody's glasses are empty. Did uh did one of you all bring a beer for
0: a show or Um we do have one beer. Yeah. And
6: one beer? We have some wine as well. Oh well. Oh. So what do you want to do? A, oh, wine,
4: beer. I'm putting the T Mart.
6: Okay. So um my original show and tell as I'll just go ahead and tell the group um, we're not playing a movie because um, license infringement, which we'll figure out later. Uh, but we <laughs> we're, do we're have the fifth f- f- movie. Yeah, uh, we do have. I guess I can say it, the fifth element on the background. I was gonna play Starship Troopers, and I was gonna present that as because it's my favorite sci-fi film, and it's just a goofy fucking movie. Um, so I was gonna have that play, um, but I like the paused screen of Bruce Willis a lot better. <laughs> Um. anyways that was my original thing I can also show Phoebe because she's been pretty much our mascot for this whole time yeah Phoebe's that's, a dog that's Girl my there. little dog uh,
1: pick up the dog yeah pick up the dog for the camera we're gonna do a sitcom called my three dads it's
6: yeah about Phoebe <laughs> Phoebe, speak all Phoebe right speak. thank you <laughs> um, she's doing great so yeah this is Phoebe's. and uh, so yeah my, my recently th-
0: featured uh, the selfies at Hawks right
6: uh, I don't think so oh hmm.
3: weird mm-hmm. uh, weird <laughs> So
6: huh. no, uh, I'm going to have to get up for my 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 right, show. We'll oh, perfect. So this actually is the, when I made wine, I made wine for about mm-hmm. six years. And I won a plethora of awards, some of them not so prestigious. One of them was. <laughs> and <laughs> the mo, Seriously, uh, and I'm not trying to talk shit about the wine industry within the state of Kentucky. But uh, <laughs> some of the awards I won weren't as, actually like a big deal because I don't think anybody in any other state would probably take us that serious. That being said... Mm-hmm. Um this was a bottle of wine can't get the wine key thank you so this is bottle of wine that I won a silver medal for at an oh. international competition um, now despite what you're thinking I didn't come in second In the wine industry, they do double gold is first, (laughs) gold gold is second, silver is third. So I can't fucking wine people. But this is actually uh, this is a semi dry Riesling I did with a company that no longer exists, and uh, they no longer exist because they pissed off the TTB by not doing things legally, and he lost his business. (laughs) <laughs> so I do not care to talk shit.
3: I guarantee you, more wine people than beer people are the people that complain about like participation trophies. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. like doing the double yeah. gold. Come on, yeah, yes. I know. Oh, no, that's today. Like, popular
1: can... in whiskey, though, too. I mean, du- spirits? Double gold, gold, plat- platinum.
3: Well, what? I just don't right
0: want to hear platinum, trophy, What's wrong like... right with gold, silver, and bronze? Yeah, what, I'm saying. What, what? We need a fourth place, and then uh, yeah, it's the same people. Triple sure like, silver. I was like, yeah, best in show or honorable mention. I don't know. I've won.
2: One award You know what you are You ain't first Last You're last Right (laughs) What movie is that from I mean come on I mean
6: (laughs) Okay so uh, This Is a a Semi dry Riesling That I did um, That I won Silver for We beat 1300 wines In this category uh, At the International Wine Fest In Indianapolis Which apparently Is pretty prestigious And what year Um, is this What year Uh, I believe I made this In 2015
4: Beautiful oh it's vintage
6: and, oh yes it's a little old it's still holding up mm-hmm. i opened a bottle recently to make sure i wasn't going to give you all
3: like shit
0: you hey, um, know if it's acidic we already covered that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but it's yeah.
3: got that beautiful like uh riesling nose right off the bat you get that little bit of like blee, it's not completely degassed. like it's got that damn bubbles holding on
6: uh so yeah it's got a wonderful bouquet in the nose um slight floral notes uh, very fruit forward for a Riesling. Uh, like I said, semi dry. Did you not get some? I thought I poured six glasses. Oh, sorry, Tom. Here we go. Okay. Yeah, he can share some of mine. Oh. I bored way too much. <laughs>
0: There's a glass sitting on the bar. No, we uh, it. We got that's where it is. <laughs> Anyways,
3: I, I run the homebrew shop. This is how I usually taste uh, wine for people. So yeah, it's
0: um, a heroic glass. So yeah, of this wine. is um, a. <laughs> that is. <laughs> yeah. That's so a Karen glass. Che- cheers friends.
5: to this. Yes. Um, cheers.
6: Because this is exciting for me to share yeah. this with you all. I don't have a labeled bottle. Uh, this is one of the shiners that I took. Also a heroic glass. Um, of still holding up well. It um It's got a little bit of sugar to it. Not too much. Uh, for, if it was that's drier. That's a
1: style for a Riesling, though. Yeah.
6: Oh, yeah. It's that's very good. nice. That's uh, like one of
3: those German Rhine Valley It's very good. Yeah. They grow them on the hills. Yep. get a lot of sunlight. It's very well-drained. So, so this grape specific grape we
6: uh, got out of Washington State. Um, we were ordering random grapes from Washington, Oregon, and California. And for our whites, we had gone with this new vintner out there. Um, don't remember the region. So not that far from Yakima, actually. Um, but I don't remember the exact name. But yeah, this is uh this is it. So
1: it's good. Beautiful, yeah. Yeah, It's good. I don't think
6: anybody else has had this in a while. I get yeah, Mm -hmm. tell you the name of the winery, but again it doesn't matter. They're close. Especially for being that old, like
3: the legs hold up in my plastic glass oh yeah that, it's like it's, the, the kind of like not buttery but that kind of creaminess on the front of your palate mm-hmm. holds up it's, it's very well balanced and very very nice thanks yeah.
6: um with the winemaker I used to work under he and I won a plethora of awards and like I said this was the most prestigious and I just so happen to have a bottle we won a lot of awards for sweet wine but uh not talking shit but no one like it's fucking sweet wine um, so it's just like, hey, who who put the most berries and sugar in this? And whereas this was a project that we actually, uh, you know, took very serious. Uh, only did semi-dry because we, uh, well, we wanted a dry Riesling, but we didn't think it would sell in southern Indiana. So we had a little sugar back. Um, and that was really why we did it. We ended up liking it enough that we decided to enter it, not really thinking it was going to place in this specific category. And lo and behold, we got silver. Oh, yeah. Third
0: place. <laughs> I was going to say, this
2: is tastes like a third place <laughs> wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's the best third place wine I've ever I, had. Yeah, same. Yeah. So that this Inception. is my, uh,
6: yeah. this is yeah. my, my gift. I a lot of wine.
3: Mm-hmm. Made. By people, and this is—I would give this an award. Thanks,
6: thanks, I appreciate
1: that. <laughs> I think um, most wine is made by people, unless well, we've yeah. reached to the, to the to the point of uh, AI, uh, yeah, AI creating wine. these. Now,
3: you
0: know what I mean. Did, <laughs> you, did you guys see the AI beer commercial? Oh, it's terrible. The, uh, the, the, so, what are the, you talking about? That's great. The summer
1: of synthesizer, or whatever. Uh, I don't know what the and double forty. <laughs> buddy, the,
0: the buddy bong. texted us. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "We should do double 40s We're like, "Yes." <laughs>
6: But by the way, buddy for Monic is who we're referring oh, yeah. to.
0: Yes, I think <laughs> people know Buddy on the podcast. I yeah, they, buddy, they do. buddy is excellent. Like, shout out to Buddy.
4: And since we said AI, it's time to oh. take a break.
1: Oh, because
4: <laughs> right. that's where we go with.
1: That. <laughs> yes, well, we've uh, we've all enjoyed some uh, some wine, different beverages. Uh, some, some there's some food on the table here that we're going to talk about too in a second that we've kind of been munching on. But uh, you know, uh, if uh, you're feeling a little like. A little four, right now. Uh, we, we have something on the table that we really love and appreciate. Underberg, uh, Are you all familiar with Underberg? Uh, I very think very I'm familiar. Familiar. Well, Very familiar. I have a lot of caps I'm about to I'm send. I'm also familiar <laughs> with
0: the Berg break. I'm a big fan of the pod. Um, been dying to come on. Sent, how many emails have we sent?
2: Some, Long time listener. First time yeah.
0: caller. <laughs> so i'm gonna propose we do this norwegian style okay charlie mears from magnanimous in florida um last time he was in town we were getting new and he was like yeah dude, norwegian. i do like, what was that so some of us are wearing headphones those will have to come off uh you hold it in your teeth you tip it back but you hold your ears and uh-huh. to quote charlie it just makes
1: the most adorable little sound Okay. Forty yeah, forty-five uh, degree angle. Little sight. Uh, and let's enjoy this bird break together. Hell yeah.
2: Thanks, Umberg. Mm.
3: I wish I could have done that into the mic. It sounds like I was about to say you you can edit that. To put it yeah, in, I can probably do right? that. <laughs> It does make an adorable little noise. An adorable little sound. Oh, how cold, oh, yeah. how precious. Ever Is since that you showed me do? that, that's the oh, only oh, way I do oh, underbergs oh, now.
0: Yeah,
1: you, you'd show me that uh, method uh, at Atrium, I uh, believe, like last <laughs> month, uh, yeah. the day that you all, I think, may have signed. That's when we closed it's with still, the bank. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. whenever that was, yeah. It was. Uh, and it's yeah, and no, we, we, we celebrated it. with <laughs> an Um No, no, that was the lease. Oh, yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. So,
3: Oops. yeah, everybody go try an underberg Norwegian style. yeah, yeah. oh yeah, we're
1: or, or just trying underberg uh, if yeah, you're if you're in between breaking or if you just need something else as a little pick me up uh, after a big meal, grab an underberg and Underburg. enjoy. We,
0: uh, <laughs> we actually just came into uh, a cache or cachet of caps. so we're Ooh, super nice. excited to get some merch in here. Yeah. Also you you all might be able to clear this up about a year or two ago, I heard this rumor of like they're, they're nope. done with the cat program. Still, and, still going strong yeah i was and i was like in a panic i was like oh my god i'm never i'm never gonna get anything we can't do like and that was I two want years ago truck. So I, want I, truck I, want the I want the truck i want a thermometer i want a plate i really want to oh, get one yeah, of the yeah. plates teamart yeah. okay. was like hey what do you want to get and i was like let's get a plate he was like, like
1: like like with time I was like, yeah
0: that <laughs> <laughs> who else has one nobody has
1: that i, yeah, I, I, I want I, a, f- I want a full set uh i don't i don't, I don't, the have, I don't yeah. have a china cabinet but i would buy one <laughs> just, just, so could, yeah, just so i could just so i could do we hear we that an underberg china
6: cabinet uh screw <laughs> that game
0: we're, we're gonna put we're installing a china cabinet actually <laughs> so and it'll be uh part of the community so the
1: i don't yeah. know it's like a time exactly, china you know it's like a good exactly yeah i don't want
6: a german cabinet
1: um, it's fun. Okay. We've
4: talked a lot about things going awry. So I cooked up a little game for you guys Ooh. about um, happy little accidents or things mm. that kind of go awry, but the outcome is good. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to give you a topic or an invention that was inadvertently created. And one of you, give me an answer on why you think this was created this way or how. Uh, if you don't know, a wrong answer is preferred. Uh, <laughs>
6: is, are, are you gonna ask us like individually, individually to answer?
4: It's like wrong answers. Wrong only. answers only. Unless yeah. you know. Unless you know.
6: Well, okay, <sighs> I In only ask because the three of us to are it, gonna like shout bullshit. out things and yes. talk over each other. So.
0: So wait, are we a team or are we competing against each other? So you. you Converge one person
4: answer
3: got it got it right. so huddle okay. yeah got it family feud style so I'll make this really it'd be funny to huddle on mic oh we will <laughs> oh it would be fantastic <laughs> I'll start off easy with penicillin
6: penicillin, penicillin. Mm-hmm.
3: why was penicillin invented no how how
0: how uh, so I actually all right I'm If you guys are all right, I'll take this. I'm a big fan. My second favorite franchise of all time is the Ninja Turtles. So I know uh, definitively um, penicillin actually started as kind of in the same way of a lot of like sour beers and some natural wines and whatnot as a a culture, a SCOBY, um, but more specifically on pizza dough that would be crust Um, and I don't know about... 15, 1,600 years of doing that, they found that there were some nominal like medicinal benefits and kind of started exploring that a little bit and invented amoxicillin. Um, and, And that's, I'm pretty sure, like why none of us are sick right now.
3: That's not the real story. The real story is there was a guy in South America, he was working for Henry Ford in the Amazon rainforest, and he was trying to develop a system to break down the rubber tree plants to make a process where they could actually produce tires with it. In that process, he discovered this little fungus. He was trying to break down the rubber tree to make rubber. He accidentally discovered that it was killing all the bacteria. Thus, penicillin was born.
0: Um, I would, <sighs> Can I bring an exhibit into this? Because if we would look at the 1990 movie, Ninja Turtles... <laughs> Uh, it is very clear that... That's the ooze. No, that's the second one. In like ooze 92 or Alan 93, okay. I'll call my brother. He, he'll, like, he'll know off the top of his Phone head. Phone a friend. But it's, yeah. Phone a friend. No, We're not he, phoning Donatello a friend. Donatello, for sure. They find a pizza after they come back. They, they're ousted from the sewer layer, uh-huh. okay. And Michelangelo's like, oh. And Donatello, played by Corey Feldman, turns oh. to Michelangelo <laughs> and says, do you like penicillin on your pizza? And then they start humming taps Because they in fact, Corey Feldman played Donatello Donatello. for the first and third Ninja Turtles. So So,
1: so, I just think that uh, I
0: actually I don't know
1: I don't know if that's right, but I I know uh, it's bread mold. All I know is (laughs) I'm pretty sure is that a dude had to administer to himself because he couldn't ethically find any folks to do it. So like he was taking a risk on his own life because he had a hunch that hey this thing could be helpful.
4: He did, would have also had to get sick first.
1: Yeah, but, yeah. did he infect himself with something and then do it? Like we didn't I really huddle on that
2: question.
0: 50-50, But no, we didn't. He's like, I really just want like to talk about list. Ninja Turtles. have <laughs> been the, the whole before we even sat down. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoehorn Ninja Turtles into this <laughs> at some point. Tomorrow's Star Wars Day. My first favorite franchise. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And also, I do have some hard opinions on this sci-fi versus uh, space fantasy, space opera that mm-hmm. I just listened to on Tuesday. We can talk about that later. We can talk about that <laughs> off mic, but I yeah, we're, we're going to talk about. Like mic. to talk
6: about it. So, so next question. Yeah, next question. Please.
0: So, 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 so the real
6: answer is
4: it was inspired by Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Of course, uh, now, it was. Uh, Scottish biologist Alexander Fleming was the person that uh, discovered penicillin. It was a bacterial culture that lived on a petri dish and expired all
3: of the other bacteria there. Uh,
2: so, was and he was close. like- I
3: can't remember what he was trying to do though. He was trying to do something.
2: He was trying to do something. Yeah. Know, there's a story with it. Yeah. Uh, ma- imagine pizza. if I yeah. had the yeah. story, oh, story right. in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead, so dude. we go agree ahead. he was trying to do honestly.
4: something. He was trying to do something. We are all right. in agreement on that? Yeah, we're yes. all right. Okay, as
2: long as we're all in agreement.
4: Yeah. Uh, I think the only one that was definitively wrong was
0: John yeah. <laughs> so. Dude, the rubber truth. All right. I was just trying to, you I, know. I, I mean, mean it sounds I I like it was very convincing.
6: I'm, isn't that mold that he originally used on display yeah. in a museum right now? I think it is. Lightness, David. I think I just heard it. So, uh, for a it's
0: probably Smithsonian. I'm going to move to yeah, the next you look that
2: up for us. Oh, topic. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> All right.
4: Pass. Uh, we'll link in the show notes. <laughs> the microwave. Yeah. Uh,
2: just I remember with, when we got it. our very first microwave. I'm just, me, you're, that's you're how old I am. I'm just saying. You got intelligence on this for sure. I, I remember when the microwave wasn't even around. Oh.
6: Well, why don't you talk about well. the first time you had one and what what'd you think about it? What do you think it did?
2: Uh, you had to worry about those waves getting you. You know, you didn't want to stand too <laughs> close. Like and it put it your face a dial, against it, like a dial mm-hmm. knob on it to turn. Dude, I
0: still tell my timer. kids to back up from the microwave because there's still a part of me where I'm like, You're,
2: you're yeah. something's gonna yes. happen. There's, you, radi- uh, there's radiation there's <laughs> Radiation, do you wear one of those yeah, lead, lead things at the dentist? Like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> put my vest on.
6: Are you like, asking yeah. what it is? Anything Are you asking what how, it does? How did, how, it how did it happen? How did it become how invented? Oh. As Do we need a huddle? Applying you guys want a education.
0: huddle? We
6: should, we should probably. Have Can a we hand phone hand. a friend? Uh, no.
3: I thought we just said. To really in Oh, brainstorm into the mic. It'll be way funnier for it's, the audience. It's, it's alien technology
2: for sure. Oh, it's definitely alien technology. I thought it was I mean, it comes way right back. It's from Roswell. There's also Roswell. a Roswell on episode because
6: yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure. Well, that's and that's historically accurate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nixon yeah, becomes w- president in the future. We
2: believe they, it happened at Roswell. Final answer. That's our final answer. All
3: right. Here's one alternative. John, I don't need your alternative. There was a guy guy in Paris just taking a walk with his kids. Definitely wrong. His kids wanted to go to a candy shop. And so he like stopped in for a chocolate bar to feed his fucking stupid kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was walking home with them and he walked by like a radio station. All of a sudden he felt shit going down his leg. He's like, oh, I've become incontinent." Nay, Oosh. he walked by a place that was emitting microwaves from their like uh, radio facility, and it melted the chocolate. He figured it out eventually. and He's like, oh. And then he turned it into the microwave oven.
6: So radio waves started microwaves,
0: it's and the, the Frenchman uh, melted like chocolate. Hey, I,
3: I, I microwaves do, are just a hair above radio waves. Got it.
0: I do know why microwaves make things hot. Mm-hmm. If that helps. They
3: shake it the does. Molecule, uh, water molecules. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, it's friction. It 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 uh, stimulates water molecules and whatever you're microwaving. I don't know why it fucks with metal so hard, but that's cool. Yeah.
3: That's the alien.
2: Yeah,
0: Jerry told me today that you can microwave an aluminum can. Actually, I asked, and he said you can microwave anything. <laughs> that's uh, actually you, that's, well, that's, is a true statement. Mm-hmm. That's true. We don't have a microwave here. Is it a good yeah.
1: idea to microwave this? I'm Jory Karen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, did, did you all ever put a CD in the microwave? Oh yeah. Is it yeah? <laughs> <laughs> one of those damn my, i didn't oh man my parents would have killed me but i remember being like in middle school even high school maybe uh at for, yeah, like we all have that friend who's like their parents are around but it's like that's the house where we're gonna go fuck around like that, that's, <laughs> like that was yeah so we were at adam barzak's house and he was like watch this and we were making super saturated solutions of salt water yep and we're like cool put a cd in the microwave
5: Yes. David had to do rips.
0: <laughs> uh, uh,
4: much to my chagrin, because I didn't ask for the answer, but John kind of came up with it. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> in uh 1945, Percy Spencer, uh, this is a military-funded operation. He was working for Raytheon, of mm. course. Mm, of course. Uh, and they were using Jesus. a radar magnetron. That's right. Radar and magnetron. The the chocolate bar did melt in his pants pocket. Uh I, I would I would bargain that, that would. Trigger me is a sign of incontinence. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I, I'll buy that piece. Um, I don't. And then he went on to develop the homemade, homemade microwave that revolutionized home
0: cooking. A chocolate yeah. bar melts in your pocket and you think you pissed. And I, I made that yourself? part up.
3: I made that part up.
0: Well, no, it's, That's okay. just what I would assume. That's a fact now. Yeah, that's oh, a fact
1: that now. That guy's a dipshit. <laughs> so during that segment, I wrote David like a little note. on on a piece of paper with like my with my guests it was like ge appliances 1956 or something like that but actually i think it was a little bit later on and i was thinking about the over the range microwave which was a game changer for the kitchen yeah Uh, i I, I used to do uh, i used to do corporate social media for ge appliances so i had like some weird memory banks and uh going i was like i remember seeing videos about the microwave but i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> anyway this wine's great <laughs> uh, I, oh, hey remind me
0: i have a question for everybody that i like to uh it's a question i ask in job interviews but i want to finish this first yeah if course. i don't say it i'm gonna forget
1: <laughs> all right let's go well, on
6: our, say it. Let's our last know. question david please continue I'm, like I'm this game i like yeah it's fun
1: who is interviewing
4: who? That's, that's <laughs> the real question. David, this is a job interview. You, yeah, you man. Know? You
0: had, knew going, we told you last night that mm. we had questions for you all. Yeah, I didn't uh, see you last night. This is going to I told you
3: that. We told you that while you were sleeping. We
0: came to, we were all, well, John wasn't there, but and Tom wasn't there, but four of the six of us were at shipping port. Well, right. John
6: was there, Heltre Tuesday. Tuesday. But, by the, the way, first right. Tuesday of every Even month. You're welcome. Uh, have I, I have
4: three inventions that I really need some answers to. All right. So. All right. Well, what's the next? Right. one? What's the third question? The next one is Post-it notes. Ooh, post-it notes. How the hell did those little things ever well, become? Well, there was an a guy. Staple?
2: He was trying to develop super glue. You know what? I that's think, it, yeah, that's that it. Yeah. it. That's yeah. it. It, 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 it. Honestly, I think that's the right. that answer. Go with it. All right. I let's
4: roll, let's roll right. with that. <laughs> that's the answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ding ding yeah. ding. Fuck yeah. Points <laughs> for Tom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Spencer Silver was trying to develop an extremely strong adhesive, instead he failed and created a <laughs> weak one. <laughs> but it's like perfect. So that little strip on your Post-it is a fuck up. Is <laughs> a <laughs> failure. Yeah. But that's what's great about Post-its.
3: You can. Stick,
1: stick, yeah, stick stick, 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 and take stick, it off. For but only right, so long but I think the real lesson is that even failures can lead to great things. Million dollar yeah. corporations. Hell yeah, absolutely.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cummins Radio Hour. <laughs> yes. All right, that was the, You knocked that out of the park, Tom. Uh, the next one I have is cornflakes, and I'll tell you, this is pre nineteen hundred. I actually
0: know this. Oh, oh do do you? You? Yeah. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I listen to some weird podcasts, and you, are you ready for this? Yeah. Um, so the dude that invented cornflakes. Kellogg, right? Yeah. Uh, one Kellogg was all right. He's the guy that ended up making cereal as we know it now, but the other Kellogg was super against touching yourself. Uh, it's kind of actually why, all right, this is <laughs> That's right. We're far enough in, things might get a little weird. Uh, the yourself? Re- no, but like the reason that probably most of this people, most of the people at this table are circumcised comes from this motherfucker being like, yo, you need to cut your son's dick at least a little bit so they're not jerking off.
3: He was also super into like eugenics mm-hmm. and like- yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: very, very, very into like eugenics and was like, hey, uh, this, I this is I feel like I didn't do my research. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, we, oh, yeah. we have been told to this whole story. This, the question yeah, also, you brought up- Bra- a... Graham crackers, the same yeah. thing. Yep. Hey, you need to eat a very bland diet uh, of things. Basically don't get excited about anything. So if you like salt, mm-mm, nope, that's gonna make you horny. That's gonna make you sin. Chop the tip of the dick off. Women aren't like humans, anyways.
3: In this, in Kellogg's eyes, so I'm not saying that. But and he yeah. had this like health clinic, <laughs> yeah, called, like Wellville. I think it was in like Wisconsin or something, or like somewhere up in the Great Lakes region.
0: I don't know where it was, but it was for like it's. There's a whole like a lot of food, a lot of foods.
3: Well, the whole food pyramid was kind of yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, like eat a bunch of grains
0: and do it yep. like it's yeah. It's uh, uh, there's a
3: good movie called The Road to Wells Wellsville or Wellville. I think it's a uh, Matthew Broderick, I think Dana Carvey plays his son and huh. he's like totally against what his dad wants. Yeah, So he like keeps trying to jerk off at dinner and his dad's like, no! That's Troll 2. <laughs> does anyone so know how cornflakes are made? That's, yeah. all, that's yeah. all I ask. So David, did we get it right? Not <laughs> Not no, I don't know why they were made. How, how does so
0: this how, question how go that yeah, around? So you take corn and you squish it and you squish it and you squish it and it eventually gets, cause we, I mean, we use flake maize. We know how cornflakes are made, so. I mean, is that you want to, it's not milled, it's, it's rolled, not milled. Uh, and it gets so thin that it, right? You
3: Stop people from masturbating, final answer.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I, I
4: I will accept half of that answer. As, Which uh, half? <laughs> the, the half about the corn.
3: <laughs> the corn half, got That it. Part. it makes you not masturbate. <laughs>
5: uh, I mean, we need uh, to know
0: the rest of, of the light. story.
5: That's, Tell me how you're that's
4: feeling. That's the why, <laughs> not the how. After, after I reason, eat cornflakes, I... I am satisfied. My parents are, <laughs> nothing nothing
0: to it. My parents but, have been asking all night about like, hey, yeah, are you right? Ra- where can we watch this podcast? And mom and dad, I know you're going to see this, and I apologize, but you raised me Catholic, and you know what? Now you're reaping what you sowed. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Love you, mom and dad. So
4: this happy little accident of cornflakes was they left a pot of boiled wheat out overnight.
0: Um, And then a motherfucker's like, that's going to make people
3: not Because they were masturbating. Why
4: do you think they left it out? They were trying to find a diet for the patients at their sanatorium. Yes. When they left it out overnight, it dried. And that is what we commonly refer to as cornflakes now. So, all right. we were right.
0: All right. Yeah, absolutely. Also, like, all right, I am under the belief that beer was discovered, not invented. Kind of the same. Sure. Same thing, but in the opposite way, right? I don't disagree.
1: Good, okay. there's cool. a really good with, uh stuff you should know podcast about the the Kellogg's uh and just all their personalities that yeah. you just described. So,
4: I, I a uh, thousand percent that's the rest of the
1: story. We'd like to and I had about. no
4: idea. Cornflakes had to do with is <laughs> dude, what are all the too?
0: It's super lame. <laughs> something, something is on a ride, really <laughs> weird. It's what, <But, laughs>
2: what kind of podcast do you really listen, I to, listen Alex? to behind
0: the bastards and uh. Another one that if I keep drinking, I'm sure will come up and we'll talk about that at some point. (laughs) All right. So yeah, T-Bart is already over. Yep. (laughs) Let's get to the next (laughs) question. Next question. Come on.
4: So the the last and final one that I had for you all today, uh, I did not plan it this way, but it does have to do with dicks. Um, (laughs) Viagra was a happy accident. I think I know that one. So I'll, I'll take any supposed theories on how that was produced.
6: I, I think this started in what 1967 when they 69. did the a- Apollo launch, uh, you yeah, know, you know, they got a man on the moon and he needed to stay awake. And so the best way to do it is stay rock hard the entire time. <laughs> so I'd say this is back when one of those government funded things, you know, it had visor. nothing to do, you know, it was just to keep them awake. It was a stimuli that ended up having adverse effect. Um, you know, kind of like meth with the Nazis, but this is different. Like, yeah. You know, I just to keep Except him for, awake for space. And, and, and warm. You know, because space is cold. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk so. about NASA <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah. Nazis and astronauts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I believe this was a government-funded project <laughs> to keep Neil Armstrong and I know Buzz what you're Alder. gonna say. Yeah.
0: I know what you're gonna say and act like it was a, supposed to be a heart, a uh, uh, blood pressure medicine or a heart medicine. That was the cover story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's exactly it. But they invented it back David, then. David, are you familiar with the term false flag? <laughs> <laughs> you want to see this false flag after yeah. i like, six miagra? Yeah. What do we got? What's the, what's the real so
2: what's the real deal <laughs> here?
4: Uh, nailed it again, but the original concept was a treatment for heart disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, sure. And when you mm-hmm. constrict vascular all, All right. right.
3: Thanks, CNN. Thanks, CNN. Mm-hmm. We know what's up. <laughs>
4: but I, I, I'm i a big fan of. Have you ever encountered the iceberg? Do you understand the iceberg as a concept of conspiracy?
6: L- like the Titanic <laughs> one that sank a, a supposed trail? I only really know because David Satterley no, has
3: explained it to me, but like the 10% of stuff that you know about a topic is above the surface. Oh, yes. And there's um, like 90% of yeah. Iceberg theory. Not I, physical iceberg.
6: Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Man, that one's getting to me. Now I'm like, ooh.
4: Yeah. <laughs> So I, I think T-Mart is just a little bit below the surface on the iceberg, and th- this warrants uh, more more
5: investigation.
4: And yeah. and when you're done with Thank your little you. beer project, a rye, whatever it is, and you you really want to get serious about investigating Viagra, we'll are you do familiar it. with the iceberg
0: <laughs> theory? <laughs> yeah. we'll we'll Talking about here. dick pills. You th- you think this is a brewery, which is great because that's absolutely what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. definitely not. Have an ex-marine that were close to number at least two different
1: presidents. I don't like where this is going. Uh, <laughs> 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 hey <man>. uh, yeah. <laughs> this has been great. I, uh, little uh, God, bless yeah. Yeah, God bless America. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
0: M- so. M- M- Mola, where are you going?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I'm at, so actually, that was a great game. David, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, David. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was that was awesome. Yeah, that was a lot but, uh, I got to talk about Ninja Turtles. Hell yeah, yeah. man. Well, you, you also get to talk a little bit about something else because we, we went through both uh, Tom and T Mart for their show and tell. Oh, we still yeah. got to oh. do your show and
0: tell. Oh, Alex? We're going to need beers. We're going to need sessionable beers for everybody okay. for my show and How tell. How about I go Let's get go. some oh, sessionable beers? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Which Which half of the show and tell?
1: Uh, whatever half is, uh, but I mean, either one, you know man, what?
0: how about this? I'll do the, that one and then we'll double back and then go back down.
1: You want me to okay, go back yeah. yeah. If you it don't mind, double back and go back down. <laughs> sounds, yeah, sounds efficient for sure. Absolutely. Is,
0: we, we operate very well in uh, audio media. People definitely understand what we're talking about. Yeah.
2: We all sound great on the radio. Absolutely.
4: So, um, I'm drinking a Sessionable beer, Garage Beer. Yes. I had this yet. If you haven't listened to the podcast last week, we had Zane on, their national director. Uh, he goes deep into Garage Beer and how they kind of formulated it and where it's at now and uh, I I still I'm a big fan. It's great. Yeah, it's a good one. They're good they're beer. doing the, that Solid. thing
3: in craft beer that's really hard to do, which is going up against like big like that person being like, "We have to have domestic beer yeah. on tap." They're trying to be perceived as a domestic beer brand i i feel like it's successful
0: too yeah and like it, that's and that's tough like we we try to do more that domestic titled we Old as Milwaukee. an atg try to do that with like Rita reti- and a beer and it's it's tough. It, it's like the one of the more legitimate <laughs> questions
1: yeah. that i've seen <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah and, and as, we're as tyler as t-mart is uh breaking out some garage beer i'm not sure if this is ironic
2: or unironic but that's, i don't I don't I think the name is great for this beer yeah. really garage beer is a fantastic name
0: it's a like <laughs> i will say every at least every brewery i've worked at uh, there's a there's a brewery beer that is a some type of domestic beer or mass-produced beer that like that's what you been at atg it's high life a lot of places it's high life pbr is a good one hams is a good one we have found by complete accident we drink a lot of Modelo Especial. Yeah. A lot. I love Modelo. We drink like three cases in the past two weeks on top of all the other beer we've been, everything else. We've been drinking a lot.
2: We do like to call them Modelo's, Modelo's. though. Modelo's.
4: We call them Modellers. Modellers. After. Yes. Yes. And that, that That's term good. was
3: coined by uh, Lee Northcutt from Scout and Scholar. Yeah. Uh, Oh hey, Lee so, actually to me explained this phenomenon the best, and he's like, "Why do I drink uh, Miller High Life or Coors Banquet or whatever he was into? Like, garage beer is a great example. Like, when I'm done working and I just want to drink a beer, I just want a beer that I don't have to think." About. Yeah, exactly. That's a good. Point. There's actually
0: yeah. so, um, I I love the idea of a brewer's beer. Yeah. So yeah. we actually. Uh, I'm not trying to talk about Against the Grain, but Let's I'm, I'm uh, seven years in. I've done this a lot of This is the there. second hey, you know time you've brought Respect Against the Grain like the fourth time. Respect to the name of yeah. ATG. But also, uh, I'm leaving. And there's there's part of it like uh, Louisville Pale. Louisville Pale, we actually, T-Mart, myself, Sue Franklin, got to sit down and we got to from the ground up design a beer that we wanted we were talking like for whatever i don't even remember why but we needed a, they wanted a brand they wanted something they're like what about a paleo and they let us kind of like hey what do we want to drink Fuck yeah! and it it kind of it was like all right we needed to fill we didn't have a hazy it's still kind of hazy sometimes but uh, it walks that borderline
3: because if it's too hazy, it's not yeah. fashionable. It,
0: and well, it was like L- Louisville Pale came because we were supposed to brew a hazy and we didn't want to do a, a it's weird to say traditional New England now, uh, but but like a traditional New England, a su- like super fruity, super juicy kind of thing. Um, so but, we kind of designed... Was I supposed to grab
6: a bunch of Lou. No, no, no. Okay. I'm just talking about when,
0: <laughs> like when we came up with the recipe and, and the concept it, it was the idea was at the end of the day we just got done brewing or canning or whatever this was also like coming out of the pandemic this is what we wanted to sit down and drink and it's still it is my favorite beer that we do at against the grain um and it's actually today was supposed to be my last brew at atg Mm -hmm. um but we're hiring uh brian clark now works there he's an excellent brewer yeah he's really yeah shout out to brian um He's doing a great job and he, we got there this morning and I'm like in my routine, I'm going to brew this citra. You know, we do it once a week minimum. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I kind of stood back and I was like, I didn't do anything today. Fucking okay, last week of anything. high school. Yeah. Like last week it was, of senior I can year. say this now because I will not be employed when this comes out.
3: I did not do a single thing at work today. <laughs> and it that's was kind of you know rad. Like, <laughs> I, no, that's intr- I brewed coffee. And, and I'll say that one was more important. thing too. I've I've talked to Sam Cruz many times about like how much I respect his like ATG as a brand and business, uh, but also him as like a, a as a personnel, per, as, as like a people person. And it's like, Hey, how do you feel when like, you know, cause ATGs had so many people come and go over the years. I was like, Hey, how do you feel when people go on and do their things? Like that makes me so fucking happy. I yeah. can't even explain it. Well,
2: that's, that's, I'm glad you bring up Sam cause he was really one of the first guys that I got uh, got to know in the industry along with Alex uh, when I got involved um, several years ago with the Kentucky Gilder Brewers and Sam has been a great uh, support for us uh, along the way and uh, and Honestly, just the been whole a great dude yeah just or been like a great the, yeah, yeah the whole crew uh, oh, wow. yeah have just been great and supportive of us uh, along the way and uh, we, we, we really we really appreciate that also
0: I, like T-Mart and I worked there a long time. The amount of beers we're gonna make, making fun of ATG names <laughs> and some like oh, they deserve it too. Oh my god, it's so it it's it's. Uh. We're getting them and back they, for solidarity.
6: Oh my god, solidarity! And when they made fun of it, I was like, "Bravo!" They but, fucked up, mm-hmm. man. They yeah, talk, yeah,
0: they taught us. So and we we're gonna do it better.
1: So what it sounds Please. like is that you brought garage beer to share. No. Yeah, we did. We <laughs> brought no.
0: we brought garage beer to share. Um, and I this is so this is my show and tell.
3: Yeah, talk us through it.
0: You guys want to play a game? Not I'm a
2: weird.
0: <laughs> And I'm going to say, you elect to play this completely on your own, and there's no pressure. But once you start playing, you, you play indefinitely. Yep. <laughs> you, you cannot quit. So I'm um, ordering
2: the first beer to the guy to the right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy on the left gets ordered the next one. Yeah.
0: So um, I started playing a game when I started homebrewing in college with uh, Mike Bodner who took me to my first and many dark Lord days. Uh, the guy that actually taught me how to brew. Um, and we worked at that. So there's a pizza place in Bloomington, Indiana called mother bears. If you ever go to Bloomington, I worked there for four years. Uh, I don't, I don't have a single college friend that I had class with or that, well, I've roomed with, but that's different. Uh, cause those are like buddies from back here. All of my friends are from mother bears like that. That's, um, there was the gm and he's now an owner like him and his wife who were all friends and at my wedding came through a couple years ago they were like hey like what's up you want to go somewhere i was like yeah i'm a brewer at against the grain let's go get beers and they were like you you said you were gonna do this you actually did that's fucking awesome and now i can actually go back and um the 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 wild hair logo that i showed you earlier one of my friends at mother bears designed that logo for us because she graduated and was like i think i want to be a graphic designer i was like cool i want to open a brewery you want to do some artwork we actually before we found jimmy our artist who we have and is fantastic we reached out to jess Newland and and was like hey you want to do some brand work she's like i i don't do that i do murals if you're interested in that i live in portland and i'll come in but oh, yeah. i digress anyways mike bodner taught what me this rooms? game called buffalo And I would like to invite you all to play Buffalo. Now, the rules of Buffalo are very simple. Once you're in the game, you're in forever. To get into the game, you got to chug a beer to get in. After, hold on, after you are in, if anybody else who plays the game addresses you as Buffalo while you are holding any alcohol in your right hand that is open. Can of beer, bottle of wine, fifth of bourbon. And you say, hey, Buffalo. Buffalo. You got to finish what you're drinking. Okay. If somebody calls, I'm like, hey, Saturday, Buffalo. And I fucked up. It's in his left hand. False Buffalo. I got to finish my drink. It. Brian Labore lives in Washington State. We still text each other. <laughs> Buffalo.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: It is a gentleman's game or a gentle person's game.
6: Is, there, is that a... Gentle person
0: is it yeah. correct. Yeah. It's a gentle person's game. It is uh, a game of honor. Once you're in, you're in forever. Okay. So... I would invite if you would like. T-Mart and I already play. i mm-hmm. will chug in. Left hand, Wait, no sorry. problem. Right hand, and for any right-handed people, it sucks so yeah, hard left-handed. for a while. I think I'm fine. Let Brian Labor's left-handed. Left-handed people, it's you want you want to torture some people. You want to torture people at
1: this yeah. table?
3: All right. Well, I'll try to be weird. Wait. Like so you is guys. this Cheers. like a
1: game for life, or this is a game for yeah, life? For life. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, awesome. We're can are we, are we Never chugging off? I just
0: Cheers. lost the game.
6: Wow. Okay. I didn't want to I'm already in, so oh, well that's fine. You can't you do you
0: yeah, Yeah. Yeah, gentlemen's game.
6: Yeah. Um so if we're I'm ever treated. out at Hawks
0: Corner, good
3: thing that's sessionable. Shop bar, or, bar like, or anywhere like, anywhere like else, you, like I you like Buffalo, you you it, it does to not them. require everybody to just keep drinking. It's yeah. like ongoing. Mm. Yeah. So it's like a, it's more like a psychology. It's game. uh
0: mm. yeah, are you familiar with rounds? You, yeah, like yeah, you yeah, go yeah. Out like I makes love a That idea of like yeah, yeah. you're in England, you go out with your boys, you go out for rounds. So we go out for rounds, Saturday's got the first round, we all drink, then Moller's got the next. None of us leave till all of us have bought a round for the group we're with. Hmm.
4: Sounds
2: expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds expensive. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. But fail. that's like that drinking game I- we used to do is expensive. Yeah,
1: I, I do that by myself all the time. Rounds? Hey,
4: Molar, Rounds. are you buying Molar another
1: round? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess it is my turn. Absolutely.
0: Man. My eyes are feeling warm. Okay, so. You're real close. <laughs> cool. You did your uh, first show until uh, Tell. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. And now we're going to double back. Um, collar has got another one for us. No, we not all got at all. Another one. All right. But uh, let's
1: switch Maybe. away.
0: Well, we had wine. We just chugged a beer. We'll stick with beer. Um... Do you guys know what Ambarana is?
1: Yeah, it's the Brazilian wood that tastes like cinnamon.
0: Yeah. Um, When Ambarana barrels came to the States, (laughs) there was one brewery in the U.S. that got barrels. Against the grain got two barrels. Yeah. I was the one that received and steamed and treated those barrels and filled them for the first time with (laughs) Bo and Luke. Uh, And then a few months later with 70K, and that's what... Pete Fingerson, myself, T-Mart, Sue, I'm going to forget people. Um, I'll come back to this, but like a group effort. We made this beer and we won a gold medal. And uh, I remember
2: this. Was, was, it, was it a gold. double
1: gold or? <laughs> <It was so laughs> we don't play those games. I knew that was coming. GABF.
2: Yeah. Was it, it was, really a second or third place? No, it was, it was first. It was, it, was,
0: it, uh, it was so gold. So gold.
2: Um There's only a few
0: bottles left. And we actually were looking and was like, oh, I think I got a bottle. I think I got a bottle. And I had a bottle that's actually been sitting cold. It's been in my fridge since we made it. I have no idea how this is gonna taste, but as far as I'm concerned, this is after we won gold with this beer, everybody was like, oh, Ambarana, Ambarana. Like we were serving this beer before we got meddled. And people were like, oh, that's neat. Cinnamon, some nutmeg, some kind of clove. like, yeah, that's really nice. And then we won. People are like, "What? What are you putting in this?" It's like, it's just a barrel. Then these, if if nobody's ever seen Ambarana barrels, they at least the ones that we got are way over constructed. They're beautiful. the The bands are stainless. Uh, the, it was I don't know. They're amazing. They and- had to
4: be handcrafted specifically because they're. It's not something that you can just. Yet.
0: yeah yeah so, so these
4: are hand cooper yes and originally they, in they're brazil
0: right correct from brazil so yeah. we actually um i, don't, I, I i'm <laughs> gonna say it and if i can't say this and i'm like hey if i'll, I'll contact you guys and like cut that out because one of my kids, um the uh owen martin who is the head distiller at or master distiller excuse me at angel's envy they have some stuff going in said barrels um And about two weeks ago, he hit me up and was like, "You want some amberana barrels?"
1: Yeah. Yes. 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 I do. So, I know that's the thing that people really enjoy about those barrels is you can get multiple uses out of yeah. them. Like they last forever, which they're, is
0: yeah, they're really. They, it was it I, it it was surreal steaming. Like I've never I've never steamed a barrel. I, I worked at BBC. I've been since I've been professionally brewing. I've been making barrel aged beers. Like from the first week that I started brewing uh we had four roses barrels at bbc that we got all like that was always in rotation go to against the grain i've seen a lot of barrels i have hard opinions on barrels that are probably i don't know there's a i i have a lot of hard opinions on barrels i think wood is fantastic i think it's amazing um i love uh we've sold barrels to other breweries weaving against the grain but there's this idea that good bourbon or good whiskey out of a barrel means a good barrel. And it absolutely does not. I I've had what would be quote unquote prestigious barrels that are fine. I've had great, you know, uh, the bourbon that came out of this is fucking amazing. And it's there. The barrels are dog shit. Um, honestly, my favorite barrels are like, old barrels. Yeah. They're always turning. They're always wet. They they're consistent. You know what you're getting. Even it, like there's variations in barrels and like I've listened to the podcast uh, and you all have had people on, they talk about barrels and barrels
3: absolutely
0: taste different depending on where they're at.
3: There's a reason that there's an art to it too, and
2: there's yeah.
0: a reason
3: that you can't just mass produce. That's there's a reason that there's a cooperage as like an art. Yeah, um, and that's so much hard. is important in oh, like yeah. how they put it together, but so much is important. I this like be great. so much is derived from the wood and where it comes from. There, yeah, and today we think about beer as something that you know is brewed in stainless steel and you know moves through uh, like non PVA like you know, free lines and is like kind of a not I, sterile, because it's fermented, but it's kind of like a non-impacted or stored product. But historically, beer that, and the barrel, there was no way to separate those things. And so no. you, that was part of the process. Kentucky Common is a great example of that. You know, people argue about what did it taste like. It depends on what kind of barrel it sat in, like while you were waiting to drink it or whatever. There's uh, so I don't know. If, I think bringing barrel culture back, which is something we've talked about a lot. We had like our uh, barrel cultural... I'm actually, I'm going to respectfully disagree,
0: Go ahead. I I, I don't think it's bringing barrel culture back. I I don't think barrel culture has gone. In fact, I think, I think barrel culture has become a thing, especially with there's more prominent craft distilleries around more than ever. I think for for beer specifically, we need to learn how to use our barrels in a better way, in in a more like creative way or, and, and I don't have an answer for that. I don't know what that is. But we we have access to arguably the the greatest bourbon barrels, and like it's I mean, like the
3: Napa Valley. of yeah. wood.
0: And mm-hmm. we we as brewers, and I'll, I'll like I'll put mo- now, I, Look, I'm not calling anybody out, but look, th- this is where we're at. We take the barrels that we get for granted, and we stick a stout in them, and we're like, cool, that was really great. We stick high ABV because that's how you know that's we. The you don't want on. to put shit. Yeah. But there's a lot more when you take the barrel and it's not just a barrel oak alternatives that the people that the sure. Coopers, you you know, we were talking about the Coopers are far more important than they're ever given credit. Mm-hmm. Everybody dances around and teases of like, oh, yeah, the Cooper, at least in my opinion, is far more important than the, the distiller. I agree. The distiller is making juice, but the barrel it goes White into dog. how it's treated after that. What the species is, how it's toasted, how it's seasoned, how it's charred—if it's charred—that all of this goes into far, far. There's way more happening there than the actual product that's being pumped in. And a lot of the I don't want to say most of the time in I, some in
4: some mass produced things. I would say they're they're equal parts. Only that's fair. That's uh, fair. Only because there's so much variation. But uh, there's a brewery around town here that does neutral oak aged sours. And when we had a discussion with them, they basically said that the barrel was sounds like a freaking like hipster band,
0: (laughs) (laughs) neutral oak hotel. Yeah, Yeah. but that that got brought up. Their idea
4: was that the barrel was a vessel and they weren't looking to impart too much, but they understood what the vessel could do and they would inoculate it
0: on their own. I think that's a different thinking. Like, I I, that is awesome. And, And when we're talking about sour beer. I think we we need to, when we talk about sour beer, we need to talk about wood in a different way. When we're talking about barrel aged beer, it, it's in a different way from because like it, I totally agree with that sentiment.
3: Speaking of talking about barrel aged beer, I just sipped this. Yeah, holy yeah, shit! We should you try this because this, this is smelling and so and it looking does all really the things good. you guys were just talking about uh
0: cheers, cheers it's
3: old and uh it's not
0: oxidized. I, I'm, dedicating, I'm dedicating this to because had pete fingerson stayed in this industry 10 years the same time maybe a week ago oh, i don't fingerson. think he uh, i don't think he gets oh podcasts
1: cheers to oh I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll
0: i will hand deliver this to the house <laughs> on I like an mp3 drive yeah, <laughs> <Play> <laughs> yeah. Hey, cd-rom <laughs> hey, hey
1: t-mart t-mart yes buffalo buddy oh. cheers
6: oh. That was oh, good. Was oh, good. Oh, that remote. was really good. Cheers to good. that. With, this oh, is to Pete. This beer to Pete.
3: You. Oh, you don't have to. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. Yes, he has to. Yes,
6: he does. Yes, it's he has to. never played Buffalo. Buffalo. Oh, that's
0: yeah. why are you doing that. He we just said it's did a it. gentleman's game. Yeah, he felt bad for me, mm-hmm. which is, is very sweet. That's a gentleman's game. That's that is pity. Oh, that's <laughs> camaraderie, sir. That's tomato. So anyway, also, this is Michael. I gave you that one. That was that was yeah, yeah. good. This there's was, also there, there's more here. Deep here's
6: dark chocolate. Here. No, that's actually holding up really well. So
0: yeah, no, I mean, still shines. I was yeah. worried that this is also blended way down.
2: Yeah. That is as good as it gets. Yeah. It really it, is. That's it's as good
0: one. as I remember having yeah. it the
2: first time. Oh yeah. yeah. Which is
4: unreasonable for how old this beer is. Oh, yeah.
5: yeah this is beer is a decent
0: We found this bottle and I was like, fuck yeah. This is gonna be awesome and then as today has grown i'm like oh yeah i like worried and i'm i'm very 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 pleased it's, this is uh i know i have
4: one or two of them at the house so yeah. i don't if this is still what it is it's good uh my if favorite you've comment, stored it
6: properly or What's not yeah. I mean this has stayed cold the entire time that is so tasty. stored in the back of a fridge also, lost
5: for five
0: years I, and I'm also in a, it was I've on a this, journey Okay, I've heard this on this podcast and I think we all agree don't sell your beer like there, there's, there's some beer that is fine to seller. Oh, I got selling stories. Seller. Oh, I, have I have. normally sell mine for a
4: lot of seller. money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <That's>, no, <laughs> sell your beer. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, <laughs> your beer. yeah, yeah. because like yeah. I didn't Just make it, I have nothing to do with it, <laughs> but I did like travel halfway across the country. So now it's very valuable to Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. this mm-hmm. bottle should cover my hotels and my expenses and everything. And that's your fault for buying it.
3: You're like the Yankee trader of like,
4: yeah. What, did you say about, Yankee
3: trader? Yeah, Davis like the Yankee trader of like yeah. uh, we're entering into a new mercantile system as the U.S. dollar collapses. Oh, I thought you uh, called call me Jefferson Davis as a trader. Mm. Oh no no no. Okay. okay. Oh. So we're the, the we're new the economy is under backers. Backers So and like five year
0: old we're northern guys. They are looking to make a buck down south. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Hey. Well, Shit goes awry. We own it. Shit it's goes right. awry. Maybe we change the
2: name. Carpetbaggers <laughs> Brewery. <Again>. Carpet <laughs> Brewery. Carpet oh,
4: shut up. Call those 19 partners back. We want to have
0: a meeting. I can't even remember all of them. One guy still has my like OG homebrew shit. My dad was in here helping us uh, get kitchen stuff going. He was like, Do you still have that? I was like, I loaned it to Pat Dennison and he moved to Indianapolis. Hey, Pat, that's how, give, that's give how it back. It carries on. Yeah. He actually he reached out and congratulated us. Yeah, he so does. Pain nice. forward, Pass. So I I expect that you'll see this, and I would I would very much like my banjo burner <laughs> and my cabinet. I got a banjo um,
1: burner. Yeah, yeah so the, I don't the, want that like, my banjo hey, burner. Alex, <laughs> to your point though about selling beer, what what I've enjoyed about this podcast is just it's an opportunity for me to bring in beer that I'm not drinking at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like <laughs> right. It's been great just to have this as a platform for that. So, uh, you you've brought in some some delicious Amburana Mdk. You, we played buffalo uh i don't i don't know playing if this, buffalo we, we we will always play buffalo until the <laughs> yeah, day You're we die apparently it's like the it's like the fucking tag game movie uh that's where we're at right now i don't know if this is part of like the the intention but the other thing that you all kind of brought as a show until tell, you know, we haven't really talked about too much is like all this fucking food oh yeah, yeah, yeah. there's so we much food dinner. that you all were like we can even eat the gumbo yeah it's pretty good it's and, and and i just want to give you all props because like when we when we first came in and well even yesterday you texted us it was like any food restrictions i was like oh this is gonna be fun I love <laughs> this. Uh, and uh you were you were in here like sweating and just like making this these this this this, beer, this uh this food for us. Uh what what do we got? Um so
0: th- this and you guys interject at any point, but sure. I would say for like the this per- for the purpose of this. John's talk- on it, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> talk, talk us through what people can experience sure, yeah. beer um, versus food and how I, it all comes together when they I come love for a food. Ride. Um in a past life before I was a brewer, I worked in kitchens. Um Martin and I met in a restaurant. Tom loves to cook. Like we we this has been a thing. Uh, I had a teacher in high school that had the sentiment of sharing a meal with somebody is special. You you don't ask somebody that you don't care about to sit down and, and, and eat, eat with
2: you. Mm-hmm.
0: Like it, it's a it's a very personal thing. Every every single human being on this planet has to eat. Yeah. Um, I I view beer and wine and spirits similarly we don't all have to drink but we all do i don't ask most most of the time i don't ask people that i don't care for to go get a beer um if if this were any one of our actual homes this is what we'd be doing we we would make some food we're gonna sit down we're gonna drink some beer we're gonna bullshit and this has always been a big part from when T-Mart and I met, when we started brewing, when Tom came in, it's always been a thing of it's, it's hospitality of, hey, you guys come sit down. We want to make sure you're hungry. We got food.
2: We, we want to make it a place that you feel good and comfortable coming in to. And not, we don't want to be food centric. We want to be beer centric. You come in and drink a beer. But you know what? We got some good food to mm-hmm. go along with it. But and, we, and we it's a place where you feel at home and can and hang out and chat and, and bullshit with your friends. Yeah. It,
3: it's I can attest to that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As right now. Sit,
0: so yeah. uh the, the food that we did tonight um made some, bought some, uh bought some bread from Blue Dog Cafe. Excellent. Tom and I both make sourdough. Um and actually independently both were like, we should make some bread. We should make some bread. <laughs> And then I bought these loaves. Nope, like I bought these this morning. I was like, I'm gonna go pick them up, and I got I them. Know, I cut like, into them. I was like, Oh my god! I'm so glad I didn't make bread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so glad I bought it's, these loaves. Blue dogs so They're good. So good. yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so we've talked about doing fried chicken. Um, so I had leftover chicken, so I fried it up because I we I've got some chicken and sausage gumbo. Uh, I know we're in Kentucky. Burgoo's the thing. Burgoo's kind of trash.
1: Ooh, yeah. hot take oh, hot take you know why here's, here's, here's what? not a hot take oh, you, you know the difference, you know the difference
0: between one. burgoo and gumbo my family's real... from eastern kentucky do you want me to tell you the difference? <laughs> you know what gumbo <laughs> burgoo is, is made so from shit good. you
3: found on your drive home
0: yeah but gumbo can be that on the side too of the road. i think it, it's there's i i have burgoo a lot of roadkill
5: yes exactly
2: that's what eastern i think kentucky. of when i think of burgoo It's roadkill. But that
0: there's that's how it always was was in my family. Peasant food that is the best food. The the shit that you're left with the scraps when everything goes awry. And I promise we'll stop turning into something (laughs) tonight. But yeah, Yeah. but you turned into something like everything that we know of that is now like fine dining started with roots of being the shit that no one else would eat. That's true. I I I love Cajun Creole cooking. Here we are around Derby time. And, um, I don't, honestly, my, my big big up with burgoo is literally a roux. I like making roux. It's, uh, it takes just, it doesn't, they're easy. It, but everybody that makes one wants to act like they're tough and you can burn them. They're easy to burn, but it's gumbo has been a thing that I really, 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 really like to make. And I've made it my own. I have the things that I do. I like making soups and stews in general and gumbo is the one where I'm like, I will I would go, I'm not saying I would win, but i I'll go toe-to-toe it's with It's pretty
2: damn tasty. Most I will say pre-
0: that. Yeah. And it, it can be better. And there's also there there's a, a split of like I've got chicken thighs. We Tom picked up uh, some smoked andouille from a butcher shop. Taylor's uh and then Taylor's
2: custom meats in New Albany. I'm taking Shout that out those guys. And
0: fresh okra and I'm taking frozen corn and some bacon grease and some green beans and and it's it's kind of a, I'm sorry, should we stop? No, we're right. good. subtle, subtle, yeah. subtle. Uh, but no, gone. I mean, but yeah, that, that's the we we had this idea. We were talking about show and tell. You guys, you know, posited, hey, could we do it here? And it just kind of, at least for me, and I, I honestly, I think for all of us, I don't want to speak for you guys, but. You come you you come over to the house. We want to feed you. We made sauce. We
2: yeah, made some get back to the chicken food. that uh, we're gonna oh try yeah. to do yeah. here at the at the restaurant.
6: So brewery. explain this blue cheese.
2: Oh, uh,
0: so I wanted I wanted to get a cheese. Um, what, Tom, what's this called? Stilton. Like, Stilton. I always I don't know. I always want to say Stinton. <laughs> um, you guys ever heard of? It's there's this guy that was a chef. Cheese. He's written a couple of books. I think he passed a few years ago. Uh, Anthony Bourdain, heard of him. I have his cookbook, and his dessert chapter is a two-page spread about stilton cheese. Stilton, stilton cheese. See, I just did it. <laughs> stilton cheese. Um, so I went, to, I went to go buy some caveman blue from Kroger. It's a Murray cheese I really like, and this was actually on sale, and I was like, oh, this is so much more appropriate. This is not, not, not only is it that's cheaper, really good. is a better cheese. And, um, it's, that's really good. The, the Anthony Bourdain's idea of food drink. He had, he had real dog shit ideas about beer, but everything else was kind of all right. Um, so yeah, I picked that cheese and honestly, I think that that's all you need for dessert. Yeah. A little bit of that.
6: So, all right. Go, Anyone go that the listens to
4: the podcast knows we're a huge fan of cheese. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> it's been literally. a recurring
0: theme at this point.
6: Yeah. Go, go through the sauces real quick. Oh, yeah, know, yeah. So, um, that'll be the last of the food.
0: So, the sauces that uh, we made, we have a, uh, a Jamaican jerk. Um, yeah, honestly, most of these recipes are stolen or just like shamelessly. Hey, they came out of a bottle. No problem with that. The Jamaican jerk is a recipe that I got at Mother Bear's. If you go get their jerk wings, it's doctored up a little bit. I like it a little spicier. It's some Jamaican jerk sea, or like sauce that you can buy. Uh, a little bit of Thai chili. It's excellent. Uh, at least from what I'm looking at, we have a buffalo ranch. Did any of you all eat at Rockies? Oh fuck yeah, I did. Cool. You remember the garlic parmesan ranch? Fuck yeah, sure. I got that recipe. Actually, can I interject real quick? Yeah,
6: Michael. I don't. I really think we met at Rockies. I, I know we've talked about this. I swear what? I've served you. <laughs> I swear. What? <laughs> what? So
1: no, hold on. Dude. Are you
0: the ten percent tipping motherfucker? <laughs> no. no, no. I, I would have been. So here, here, here's why
1: I say that. Why that probably didn't happen is that if you if if that was the case, you would have had to have also met my family because I don't. I've never just like been there by myself or like even with friends. I always went there with family. I feel like okay. I feel like I met you at the outside bar because I was the outside bartender a lot. No, I didn't. I never drink at Rockies. So. No. I don't think they were open by the time I was twenty-one. Damn, maybe they were. I don't All know. Right. No, we met at a uh, outside of the winery that you were talking about, River City. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well, I, yeah I know. I'm so I,
0: careful I, to not say it. Like, <laughs>
6: well, it's a non-existent <laughs> company. What it's called now doesn't matter because yeah. the company shouldn't be. Yeah. So I,
1: I so. was there. I was there with. Um, some some person i was uh I don't know, just meeting up for a drink for the first time ever were you on a date I'd, sure oh uh, <laughs> uh, and uh i don't even know who this person like honestly I, i'm sorry i just don't remember you uh <laughs> but, but but she um but she also brought a friend and uh i just remember that you were there hanging out with us mm. and uh, for for whatever maybe you just got enough work yeah and then yeah. <laughs> Then, you invited us all to your apartment in the Highlands.
6: Mm, Hell I yes. yeah. Where That's definitely a me thing.
1: <laughs> Was
2: Brandon still there? Was <laughs> yeah. Brandon there? Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Come on, everybody. Let's go to my house.
1: And, and that's <laughs> when I found out that you were also like a home like a home brewer, at least like you had a kegerator in, in your apartment. And Did I have beer on that? We still have yeah. that kegerator. Was it Hopslam? Slam? Oh I, I oh, I don't know. Well, that know.
6: was
0: the last beer I had on. You tab. gotta tell that story too. You oh. gotta tell the hop slim cake story. <laughs> I'll do point. it
1: another time. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, that was that was that was the first time we met, and then like I didn't see house? you for years after Jeez. that either. <laughs> All right, well <going> perfect. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was, was like the, the apartment complex That's right awesome. off Eastern Parkway.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that apartment. um yeah, wild! I invited you back. <laughs>
0: um, no, that makes absolute sense. What are you yeah. talking about? Well,
6: I mean, most likely I was trying to hit on Michael's friend's friend. So yeah, uh, I think that's what right. that's probably yeah. what's going on. Or and Michael. Uh, you know who knows? <laughs> yeah. like, you know it's who knows. It was oh, it was yeah. kind yeah. like beer mm-hmm. frowned and I said, upon I back then. I got a kegerator with hops. There, <laughs> absolutely yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you know
1: how many? <laughs> you know hops. Slam!
0: I got a keg that's two and a half years old. I've been holding on to it. So, well,
2: fellas. Yeah, I was gonna say, Tom, you you poured something else for us here. I've got one other little drink for us here. Is this, Th- this is palinka. This yeah. is palinka and uh this this is a very proud uh Hungarian drink. It and, smells like butter. And most most oh, no. businesses or people yeah. Yeah. in Hungary, they'll make this at home. It's so it's, it's, it's like, Hungarian like their moonshine. moonshine. It yeah. really is like moonshine in Hungary. So it's a, it's a fruited it's a fruited liquor. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a yeah. hundred proof, correct? No, I don't know no, what to prove. No is. way.
6: I, I thought can, it was uh fifty percent I can't really
2: read the Hungarian. It. it smells like really
3: light, uh, like it's peachy, got, kind of like it smells like to me. It's white grape.
2: Yeah, like fucking So, so I hate it. So the thing I'm I like most about this this Hungarian drink was they taught me how to say cheers in Hungary. Oh, this is fun. We said this a lot, Yeah. So Cheers in Hungary is Egrisigadera. a It's one of the hardest languages to learn from what I've understood. But Egrisigadera. a Yeah.
0: And all the Hungarians right now are like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> hmm. I like Palenka. Uh Any?
6: we've drank a lot with Tom. Oosh.
0: I like that.
6: It's, yeah. weird, it's good. Right? Isn't that different? Because mm-hmm.
0: it doesn't, it <laughs> smells like diacetyl. It's got... Did it it's and it's, kind of, and it's warm it? Maybe it is homebrew, but yeah, did, did it, but this it bottle taste. have
6: a fruit in the bottom? It did have a fruit, okay. it's got a piece yeah. of so, uh, plum in the bottom. It seems like every bottle has a little piece of fruit in the bottom, kind of like a you know, the worm, the mescal. Yeah, and uh, we've eaten the fruit, <laughs> it's it's it is yes. awful.
5: It's, whoosh.
2: it's yeah, it's like eating the worm out of yeah. out of. that's the a Hungarian hug. That that's a fruit. Hungarian yeah. hug. <laughs> Try to get that little piece of plum out and eat that. Oh. Chew on it. We Let's, spent do, that, time let's do that. on the <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we Patreon. Well,
0: I, yeah. I, I I know that um subscribe I'm, and <laughs> if you want to see David Satterley eat this fruit, get it on the Patreon. And you know what? What's it starts at three bucks, six bucks. What's six dollars a month? It's not much. It's a beer. I'm unemployed. Not that much. <laughs> yeah. Not that much.
1: Um, we uh, we still have so much food and so much drink to what? enjoy. Oh, still, yeah. uh, so I want to actually kind of get uh to that after this podcast so uh to that point um thank you all so much for coming on yeah, uh, yeah. In, inviting us into your into your space as you said like you invited us into your home you're serving us uh all this delicious um food and drink um just with a rye you know that we're we're filming uh early may right now mm-hmm. what when can i come in here and order a beer that,
2: Talk to lawyers.
1: That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, I mean, it,
6: that's going to be contingent on TTB yeah, licensing. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah.
0: The minute everything drops,
2: as soon as everything drops, brew. we will be rocking and, and rolling on. Like, on yeah, that floor drain.
0: Sean did everything like for us. Yeah, yeah. I it, mean, I mean, it's it. it we walked. In, we painted. We moved some shit around.
6: Clean some stuff, and that's and that that's about, about it. it. Yeah. Like
0: that's it's really. I mean, at this point, we're decorating. Yeah. Um, and it the the minute that the the governments all say, yeah, all right, you can do that, then we'll start we're growing. ready to we're
2: ready to roll. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, we're excited about it. We we really are. So we'll say yeah. That didn't answer your question. Exactly. End of June, early July Mm -hmm. is what we're looking at
0: now. Anywhere between like tomorrow and September is probably safe. (laughs) Probably a safe bet. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to announce. We're just going to open, and then we're going to make a post about how like wow, nobody showed up. (laughs) Nobody. (laughs) Yeah, it's we I really it. hope
2: people will show up and once <laughs> well, we open the doors be, we'll and turn the sign up.
0: on. We're, we're gonna have we're a little ale trail under the yeah. Rye
6: Brewing, so don't worry about it. We uh, actually, yeah. Brewing, so it. We, uh, actually
0: yeah. we inherited uh, an ale trail ten. We did. And and I, I was oh, actually, you actually you have to that oh. back. No, we oh. actually already asked, <laughs> and we were told we could keep it. All right, fine. Let's talk
6: about this though, real quick. Alex and I talked about this. One of our Team building exercise that the three of us are going to do soon. Oh, and yeah. We haven't even told Tom about this, so this is we're a surprise to make for him, this too. Public. Um, we're going to do the L Trail in a day and try and okay. get the prize.
1: So I don't, does, I don't, so I no, don't endorse this just from a responsibility standpoint, but no, no, uh, no, no, we no, understand. We, as,
0: we'll have Ubers. Yes, we'll have cars. Yes. We're not going to drive. We're not no, going to no, do no, anything.
6: Yeah. Well, uh, we have licensing actually, to worry about, so we can't be drinking or driving. It's
2: 12 John just
0: said he'd drive us the whole way. Oh, yeah sweet.
2: Yeah, well, I, how many breweries yeah, is
0: it? We get like hit fucking thirty.
3: We got to so oh, hit twelve.
6: Eleven. We already have the Chimera stamp, so can't we just get that no. in? <laughs> you no, know,
3: just a little
6: Chimera that's stamp. How it works.
3: No yeah. more tin
5: tackers. <laughs> 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 there's twenty
4: seven. Getting it done in a day.
6: Wait, wait, there's, I thought you had to get 12 to get the prize. Well, there's, there's two yeah, prizes. Oh, shit. I will well, drive. We're going to get the first I'm, prize. Wait. We're only going to do half. Can 27 is too
0: much. Too I mean, there, was a, there was a bar in Bloomington called Yogi's. Close, oh, reopen. This sounds like a really long story. It's we're like it's like wrapping it up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought, I thought this was the end it of it the out. podcast. It was, <laughs> and I'm making it longer. I said, at the beginning of this, I said <laughs> we're going to put Joe Rogan to shame. We're going six hours. Oh
2: God, <laughs> it's
0: 10:30.
1: We started like nine. Shit, it's ten. It's 10:30 p.m. right now. Okay. Jesus, yo,
3: we're normally done at eight thirty. We're not even open yet. Here's what I would say. Let's finish this. So culture. Humans domesticated yeast, yeast domesticated humans. Where did alcohol come from? Who knows? But the idea of hospitality and alcohol and good food and good company goes hand in hand. And nothing ever goes to plan. And that's part of that as well. All those things, to me, come together. Here.
1: The best laid plans of mice and men often go awry. Guys, thank you so much for, uh, for coming on. Uh, real, real fast, uh, other than like uh, the opening date, obviously, uh, can you each go through, starting with Tom, just something that you'd like to plug, something going on in life or in business right now?
2: I mean, this is this is the main thing going on in my life right now. You know, I'm not I'm not quitting my day job by any means, but uh, this is a big part of, of what I got going on at the, at the moment. And I'm, I'm excited to have it going on and uh, excited to have people in the community come and uh, taste our wares. Yeah,
6: absolutely. Uh, I mean, I'm still working to I mean, I'm working a normal job. You can be fun
3: stuff too. You don't like plug your dog. Dog. Oh, perfect. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like okay. So honestly,
6: like... I the only thing I want to leave you all with a note is a question. Uh, what's your go-to karaoke song?
4: <laughs> <laughs> this is not how an interview works. <laughs> fine,
3: fine. <laughs> you know say say You're gonna answer You're this question fine when we get girl, off the podcast now. What a good. You know, time, I have nothing else be. to say
6: other than you know, uh, come check us out. We're gonna be interesting and different, and hopefully, a nice place to hang out. Um hope you like my beer
3: alex Alex has three interview questions saved up for oh them. i have so i have so many more
0: no, we'll no. do that off <laughs> mic but um i want to plug the 1990 new line cinema classic teenage Mutant ninja
1: turtles <laughs> 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 david <laughs> david what do you got
4: uh i'm gonna stick with my tried and true uh, vitamin D. uh get that shit in you um it's
6: gonna, <laughs> take, it's take gonna take help a lot get the sun
4: there's like some unofficial regulatory limit on how much you're supposed to take but like Since i would you. do three times that just to just to make yourself <laughs> to be on the
6: safe side. feel
4: good, just you know.
6: The sun's out for better. twelve hours a day. I, well, enjoy we, it all. We
4: did. We went through the steps of like how to accidentally make a product, and like if I accidentally turn into a giant ball of heat and molten plasma in the sun, okay. then I will be the vitamin D for everyone else.
2: Dig, go, dig, dig. Uh,
6: you're our microwave, uh, <laughs> John. What do you got? <laughs> yeah,
3: I will just plug uh, dogs. I've had issues with my retinas, which is why I'm wearing sunglasses. And I've been like sleeping on the couch to not interrupt Courtney uh, during her snoozing. When you're just on the couch, not feeling great, your little dogs, they'll just lay with you. They're your buds. Yeah, thieves. Dogs are good, man. Dogs are fun. Dogs. Shout out Frankie. Hiding. Shout out Henry.
2: Dogs are good.
1: That's it. Dogs are great. I my dogs are Uh, On my end, uh, I'm late to the Succession game, uh, Mm -hmm. HBO Sunday Nights. Perfect. Is it good? Yeah, it's it's ending right now. I think there are only like a couple episodes (laughs) left in season four. Uh, I just started season two. Fantastic. I don't know why I waited four years. Go watch it would that be
2: considered buffalo or is that a double handed fist let's that's go John's about uh, to
1: uh, buffalo some hard seltzer from pink, lemonade. pink lemonade thank you all so much for listening we'll see you soon thank you